Are you a big Blue Oyster Cult fan? Um, I I started a retro a retrospective on their albums. Not really. I can't really find too much that I enjoy other than the big the you know the Mighty Six Ninety stuff, the big the big songs. So it's basically three songs, right? It's pretty much, song. pretty much. I think I found um, one song that I that, that stood out other than those main songs. It's Don't Fear the Reaper and uh, what's the other one? This one and I'm Burning. Oh, I'm Burning I'm for burning, you. I'm Burning, I'm Burning. Which is pretty much Don't Fear the Reaper, I think. It's the same kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's pretty burning. much, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Bevon, I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. Uh, are we doing... A, this is another, uh, why we call it, Jump the Shark episode? Yeah, Jump the Shark, yeah. Jumping in. Uh, because we have uh, ramen. We, we How many... We've done two... Uh, spicy food episodes, I think, over the yeah. last few years, right? Yeah, we did the uh, gosh, I forget the name of that chicken place that the, um, the, the Crimson Coward, Crimson Coward Chicken, and then we did the also did the Boldak two times spicy uh, Korean yeah. uh, uh, ramen, and neither one of those were very were, were very potent, I don't think, right? That is correct. I, I would, if, if, I, if I'm gonna put everything on a scale, I think I'm gonna put the Boldak at a five or a six. Uh-huh. Then I could compare from there. I think the chicken was less than the... Uh, yes. And this is a Godzilla ghost pepper ramen noodles. I'll tell you one thing. And during the prep of this, I don't think it's going to be very spicy. Yeah. I can, we're just looking oh. at the color. Like color <laughs> equates like uh, like spiciness. Mm. It's not red. It's almost like it's, it's like it's like a neutral color, almost like a yellowish red. And I will say this much. It has kind of an off-putting smell to it. So it, does. it does. It does. I don't know if I it's going to taste good either. <laughs> I thought that because I, I I picked up this I picked up this ramen these new oh, ramen boy. vessels the, uh-huh. the so, I, so I've been using that and I was like wait a minute is that the smell of the plastic that I'm smelling uh, yeah. see I'm going you with say the it more, smells I, weird I, so okay I'm, I'm going with, with the more traditional bowl I with yeah, and you made that like in a pot with the water see I, see I'm going with the quick microwave on this one. oh jeez <laughs> like wow oh, and this is new for me I just I just got I just bought this so you uh, know, to make it easy because I eat a lot of ramen. So I'm gonna say, should we pop an IPA first to have it ready to go in case this is like off true? The but I, I have a feeling that this is gonna be like oh, like boy. a like a, a not that hot. I got a so feeling. You want to go straight into the ramen and not do the not do an IPA to uh, to prep us. Beer. I mean, it's always good to to have a beer, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna strongly suggest that we have one of those IPAs that I think we have a triple with the new brewery. Like, see if you can pop find that one out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, yeah, the new brewery. Right That's... off, we're going right into that. Okay. Yeah, let me find that here. This is so it's a new brewery called Drowned Lands, and they're in uh, in New York. Yeah, I like the uh, I like their art. It's a simple artwork. I think pretty much all, it's like the same, almost the same artwork for every can, different colors. And uh, it's Can in Warwick, New York. Again, it's a new brewery for us that Replicant got in. It's called uh, Drowned Lands. Let me. I still need to find the can. Hang on, give me a second. Do, do some filler time. Pour. I am going to pour. My my drown. I like the name too. Drown land. You want to give us no a idea? I assume it's a place in New York, probably. You want to give us hey, a description? Hey guys, like we're going to the drown lands, like for for camping. No, you're not going to read the description. No, I'm pouring it actually. I'm doing the, read same the thing script. Said read the description. What the heck? <laughs> like like I'm already pouring. You got two uh, hands. Oh gosh! You got, and the weird thing about it is, I have my glasses on, so I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Should be like, opposite. Like, well, remember, I'm nearsighted, so oh, I can't. Yeah. These aren't bifocals. Oh gosh! Oh, boy. It says 
Yeah, I can't read. I'm in the dark. I can't see. Can't see. I'll do. I'll do this then. You do. This is a triple India Pale Ale. It's a 10.5 percent alcohol by volume. I told you, everyone's doing a triple now. That's that's the new. The triple's a new double. Yeah, triple's a new double. Like they said, like the orange is the new black. All right, I'm smelling a bunch of hops once I once I popped it. I smelled like immediately. I kind of smelled like it's like a fruitier smell to it. Oh. Oh, it's it's the, not the tropical, it's, the tropical, the tropical, yeah, uh, tropicalness, but it's not hitting me like hard, right? It's okay. Like it's it's like I, we talked about this last time with another beer where I was like I can't can't smell it to get close to my nose. All right, all right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? Um, yeah, yeah. tropical, sweet. Got the malty sweetness there. Got some tropical uh, notes. Not not too, a little dry, um, probably from the attenu- attenuation. Oh um, yeah, yeah, definitely has the hop dryness at the end. Does it? Did it say what, what type of hops are in there? Uh, it says. Let me take a, oh, oh, take a guess. Oh, all, all mosaic. Oh, it's all okay. Which is not your favorite? If I'm not, if I'm, if I'm no, not no, your... Galaxy's the one. I'm, uh, oh, Galaxy. I'm... All right, so now we can do this bowl here. Shoot, these noodles are dried out because I don't know if you, I, you know this right. You're supposed to like empty all the water out when you. I uh, don't. Do I left a little bit in there. I don't know if that's cheating or not. Yeah, Just, I I know this is specifically for Korean type like ramen. This is different. This is these are Japanese like noodles. I wanted to do a soft boiled egg to put in there too, uh, and some pork belly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah some scallions. Cool. <laughs> that's where you're supposed to eat it, but you know. and you're supposed to slurp this. Is that correct? Can I slurp this? Or no, no, that's a that's a that's what you call uh, it, like a misnomer. Like, uh, uh, yeah. is that a faux pas? That would be a faux pas. That's like a thing they tell people. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to slurp it. That's that's a that's just a myth. It smells like something I would use for fishing, by the way. It's, it's a, <laughs> the smell is a little off-putting. Yeah, it's kind of reptilian, you. maybe, perchance. I like tell a, you. Did, did we say the name of this? The Godzilla Ghost Pepper? Oh, yeah. So this is called Godzilla Ghost Pepper Ramen Noodles. So let's let's just get in here, all right? It Cheers. It smells like a, like a snake. Right. Cheers. That's it. Oh, that is dry. Mm. Uh, zero nice. spice. Zero spice. Yeah, that's very dry too. Zero. So you're getting any heat on that? No. Am I getting heat? Am I getting flavor? Am I getting In fact, <laughs> this might be lower than the uh, Diablo. Uh, <laughs> what? What's it? What is it? Del Taco has like a like different oh, levels. The, the Taco of, Bell. Uh, the Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell has different levels of of those packets. Yeah. And Diablo, I guess, is their hottest. Can't stand the flavor. Can't stand the flavor of it. But it's supposedly their hottest. It's not really that. I'm getting yeah. there's zero no heat on this. Oh yeah, this is a bust. And even any any heat that there is is quickly gone. It's like dissipates so quickly. Not only is it not, but not only is it is it not hot. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> I'm about to add some like uh, like flavor to it. Like yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> Weird thing about it is there's no extra packets either. Like yeah. typically when you get like the Korean ramen, there's like a bunch of packets, like these like one or two extra packets. I want to add some tapatio to this and yeah. some uh and some like a broth, chicken broth. Some uh well, you know the, the thing I noticed about this, I was looking at the uh, the ingredients, mm-hmm. and apparently mm-hmm. this is ghost pepper flavor yeah. as opposed to actual ghost pepper, which would blow it, you know, which is which is really potent. Yeah. So this has like paprika, the normal stuff. Yeah, this is uh I mean, it's like literally, it's probably as honest like a zero. <laughs> no, I would say, no, it's not more than a beer. 
Because like, I, th- I think a zero, a zero would be like when you get like beer essence, like you know, like you'll get like chili, yeah, in your beer, and you could you can taste it, but it doesn't burn. So that would be like yeah. the zero level. So this would probably be like a one. Okay. This is like this is uh, probably, gosh, I wouldn't even say it's like the like the fire like a package. It's, it's yeah, gotta yeah. be like the medium, like medium packet maybe. This isn't even tapatio. This is this is a this is a one. I this can't compare a- to tapatio because I, I I don't I don't I haven't had tapatio like in decades. I can't even, I can't even compare it to that. Yeah, uh, easily a one. That's uh, a bust. I had a bunch of napkins here in case like my nose is runny. <laughs> not, not, not needed. Not needed. <laughs> oh boy, bust. Next week we're gonna, next week I'm gonna get the the one from my shop. Oh yeah, and that's that's will your neither regions will be aflame. Let me mm. tell you. I, I will say though, I just put I just put a big bunch of it in my mouth right now. When you're getting something, it's now? a one. It's it's a, it's about a one. I give it one. One out of ten stars, one and a half, and on the on the flame on the Scoville. Yeah, and then for taste, a one. No, and a it's half. awful. It's awful. The taste is <laughs> the taste is awful. Like I don't even think I want to finish that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, it, yeah. If you don't see me, and I'm I haven't eaten, so I'm hungry. Oh, and I and I've already, I already put it aside. <laughs> like normally, like if this is like the Baldack stuff, like I'm like I'm just like munching on it like over and over. I like that flavor. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, it was all the smell was all putting. This is all. This is they basically got the rights to Godzilla to use his name, <laughs> and that's it. That's like it. <laughs> all the money, all the money went into the the licensing. To the no, yeah, to no the licensing money into R and D for the cooking. Like, I believe Tohi owns the rights to uh, to Godzilla. Uh, no money invested in the R and D for the culinary side. They're like, hey, we got we could we, let's just license all the money for the Godzilla character, and then or, no money left over. Or, uh, gosh, this is this is put out by Fye, who I'm not sure is. I believe, yes. I believe FYE. Fye is a four year entertainment. Is that what that is? I have no idea what yeah. it is, but I know they're the ones that put it out. How do you I know? Assume, How do you know? Because I saw like on the in the website and everybody. Uh, it's like it's like Fye product, and you know, I assume this is a Western company, probably American. No, I it's not. It. You know, actually, it says on the back. Uh, let's see, manufactured by Asha Food Enterprise in Taiwan. Oh, it's like, well, well, they should know better. See, I'm gonna be racist, I'm gonna be racial. But <laughs> a- Hispanics and Asians, like we, we, we like hot stuff. To me, this, this is like, this is American hot. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, um, you know, I mean, uh, not to be racist, but this yeah. would be like hot to like an American person, <laughs> as opposed to like Asians. I, I watch um, like a lot of like Asian streamers, you know, and they love hot stuff, you know, and we, I mean, I love hot stuff, so. This is like, I mean, yeah, I laugh at this. I'm going to read the, the text in the back. It's kind of funny. Take the Godzilla ramen challenge. Think you could handle these fire noodles? Oh, stop. That's just being silly now. <laughs> the, uh, the unstoppable spicy flavor of Godzilla's ghost pepper ramen noodles will ignite your own inner heat ray. What? Finish a whole bowl and fuel the overwhelming power of the king of the monsters. Wow. The weird thing about it is it ain't it ain't the heat that's getting you to it's it's the taste that forces you not to eat. It's not the, the taste. Oh like the heat's nothing. That's like it's like, wait a minute. Oh I can't eat this I can't eat this no level heat if there's no taste to it. That's funny. You said you added something to the agenda. Was was that the UFC fight tonight? That is correct. That is, we told you, I kind of forgot about that. Or at least I did. Yeah. It's supposed to be a big card, but it kind of isn't. Is it? Is it really? Well, it has, I, I, it I has, was looking at 
It has Nunez and Oliveira. She's the main, so I mean, she's the main one. Yeah, th- exactly. The, exactly. Those are the only two fights that I was looking at all the fighters. All, apparently, everybody made weight, weight including uh, Pendleton, who, who was also alternatively weighing in for the main event. Everybody made weight. And the only fighters that I recognized there on there were, uh, of course, the uh, the Bronx, the the Bronx uh, Oliveira, yeah, and uh, and uh, Nunez, and the the opponents. I mean, I I do know Oliveira's. Uh, I do recognize him, who apparently is really hot. I think he's like won seven or eight fights in a row. Yeah, so he's super hot. Right? Uh, yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, I assume they expect him to to win this fight, right? I I assume he's the favorite. In I this? think I think probably so. I'm going for the Bronx because I do like him. I I I I do like Oliveira, so I'm I'm take, I'm putting my money on him. He's probably going to get smoked, but I'm, my money's on him. And the Nunes fight, I don't even know who the who the uh, the fighter is. <laughs> well, who, I think was, I think he was she was supposed to fight Pena, but then I guess Pena got injured, and so this is the replacement. Oh, that's right. And it's I look I was looking at her record, and it's not all that impressive. It's yeah, like fourteen and six is okay. Yeah, but it's not like not bad. I mean, Nunez is going to smoke her. I mean, this is going to be like an easy. This is like never a sparring know, session. Never True. Know. And I assume that the odds on this are incredibly oh, high. Oh, so you want to put money on her? Exactly. If it's got to be a thousand, at least a thousand plus, uh, negative oh, thousand. You think it's that? You think it's got to be. It's got to be. It has to be. There's no way it's not. Yeah, I don't know if I can eat these noodles. No, I I can't, and and I'm hungry, and I haven't I haven't eaten anything. So so that goes that tells you something right off the bat. It's yeah. The, it, it's it's reminiscent of gosh, it, it's gonna be more more mean. Uh, it's reminiscent of why I used to go fishing. We used to put this like garlic sauce on the bait to make it stink bait <laughs> for the. Trout. Is that the chartreuse uh, stuff? I remember those oh, chartreuse. Power, you're talking about the power bait. Power like bait. The power. Yeah, yeah. So we, we use a power bait, and then we put this garlic sauce on it, and it's reminding me of the garlic sauce. It's it's like oh. a very aversive. I'm, I'm gonna use. I might use it to catch some fish later on instead of eating. Can they it. smell? Can a fish actually smell the garlics? I guess they can. Yeah, supposedly. Wow. Hmm. Um. So the you so so you so Nunez, you think is going to be a, a cakewalk, and then yeah, uh, I, yeah. And but like I said, unless it's over a thousand, then then I could see putting like ten bucks on it or something, just in case. And then do Bronx, you you want to upset? This, I want him uh, to upset, Darish. but I got a feeling he's yeah. The, the other guy is like a roll, and I assume that he's just there just to this is just getting get him out of the way so he can get a title shot. You know. And it's funny, do Bronx do Bronx's fights are always kind of the same. He'll he'll stand up and box, and then he'll get clipped. And get yeah. like hit and injured, hurt and yeah. stunned, and then he'll just try to sub- take you down and submit. He, he tries that to do stand up and then he'll get hit and then goes down. Although he did knock out uh, Chandler, if I'm not mistaken, he got it. He well, caught him with the punch. Yeah, but that's not you know that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time he was like yeah. a, you know I mean Chandler's another guy that gets clocked a lot too though. So well, I think the the hype for him was outside of UFC. Inside the inside UFC hasn't been that stellar. Yeah, I think that is correct. I believe he came from Ballot. I want to say Ballator, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the, some entertainment news first. So the the Iron Sheik pa- the Iron Sheik passed away. Um, yeah, pretty big, pretty big uh, figure, a prominent figure in the WWE because I can't say yeah. WWF anymore. He was a good heel. He was a good heel. He was another one of those guys that you couldn't help like, you know, even at the time, obviously he was there because of the whole, like, uh, what was that? Ooh, what is that called? Like the, the anti like uh, Arabic sentiment. Oh back yeah. In the 80s. Oh yeah. You know, Probably because of the, the, the Kuwaiti Iran, war, it was the Iran Ku- Kuwaiti roar, the, like the, the, the Ayatollah Khomeini probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was a part of that. Like, you know, like, cause there was also the Russian guys, like uh, there was a couple of Russian guys, as I recall. The, uh, or, so like or, you know, they're uh, the big heels. Yeah, even that whole yeah, the whole Middle East thing was a big oh, yeah. prominent uh, yeah 
like got to be a nuclear scare during yeah. the 80s. But the interesting thing about that, if I'm not mistaken, Iron Sheik's actually Persian. So like he's like, you know, I mean, you know, technically, I mean, I could say he's still Arab, but he's like, a, he's I, I, I want to say he's not a practicing Muslim. He's actually a per- Persian, which I believe is what Iranians call themselves when they're not like, like religious. They're just part of like the, you know, the, the area. I could be completely wrong about that. That's, but that's just, that's what I, so, I know he calls himself Persian, so. And so he would team up with the uh, with Nikolai Volkov, right? Yeah, yeah, Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, but there was another guy too, though. I want to say he teamed up with that other the other Russian guy that was part of the other organization. I could be wrong because you know, because gosh, there were so many wrestlers back in the day. There I was like remember, two Russians. I remember Nikolai Volkov. He was like a yeah. There was another white, one. There was another white one. big guy with the shaved head. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. He's the one that yeah, I think he was a WWF one, whereas the other one was like the uh, I want to say ECW. What was that? What was another one? The one with the Road Wars, AWA or something like that. Uh, NWA was the NWA. I don't. Know, I think I think that was before. I think it was before the NWA, if I'm not mistaken. It was born prior to that. I want to say the AWA, but I could be uh, wrong. Was it like Crusher Khrushchev or something like that? Was that? It could the, be. Uh, it might be. Russian it guy? might be. Yeah, it might, or Nikita Khrushchev. It might be Nikita Khrushchev actually. Um and uh, who did they fight? Was it like uh, who are the, so well, were? I know the, one of his big opponents is. I saw this blur, but I didn't. I didn't verify it. Uh, was, um, the Irish Sheik was like uh, he was like a uh, uh, still functioning and still like uh, a troll to the very end. What? Like, you know, he had like Twitter. He was constantly like you know bad mouthing everybody. You know, very who was fighting. Guy. Who was fighting him? Like Roddy Piper. No, he was like a heel. I mean, I know, I mean but, I'm sure they did fight, but no, no, his, his number one guy. And I saw this post, and it could have been just like a fake post. But the last last tweet that I saw from him was F Hogan. <laughs> That's the last tweet I saw. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and it literally says F. Now it, it could have been like a a, a, a fake thing because it was like literally like a day before, like it was the day before he died. So I'm like, wait a minute, it was he was still carrying on this? I've seen him <laughs> the act talking about him. Yeah, he he does he he was a troll to the very end. The guy was constantly because he was on a lot of programs, always like bad mouthing and talking bad about like them, like how they're awful and like you know like he's like a very very uh boisterous guy and you know spitting out his own opinions and stuff. I believe so, he was also on Howard Stern back in the day too. One of his uh, guests. So was he? So when he teamed up with Nikolai Volkov, who did they tag team against? Oh man, there's there's a, there's too many. I mean, like the main ones at that, like at the yeah. Like the, was it was the, Tito Santana in there at any point? Or like the junkie, junkie, junkyard do, junkyard dog maybe? Was he was he with those guys? Gosh, I can't remember. I know Hogan was like number one. I can't remember the other ones. But if they were doing a tag team, like who was Hulk Hogan's partner then? True, true. Yeah, I can't remember. I would have to look. I mean, I'm sure a, a YouTube has all those matches on there. Yeah, I'm not, now now I'm like super curious as to see what because uh, we used to watch all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his move was the camel clutch, if I'm not mistaken, where like he oh, gets in the back and oh like a, oh, I just got it when you said that the Sergeant Slaughter. Oh that, yeah, it, it was not it was not it was not Hulk Hogan. It was Sergeant it was Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter was number one because that made sense. That was like GI Joe. Like Sergeant Slaughter was the pearl like like pearl eighties like America. Like he was like. He was uh, all American. How did we forget about. that? Jeez, <laughs> like what is going on here? Yeah, he was on the GI Joe show. If I'm, he had a doll. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, how did we forget that? Yeah, the Cooper Clutch. Yeah. It has to be like the opposite. Like if he's like if he's anti-American, we need the pro-American guy. So it says, let's see, Hulk Hogan. He was on the Howard Stern show. Yeah, definitely. I remember that. Um, let's see, Brian Blair. Brian Blair. 
I think it's part of like the killer the killer bees, bee briar oh. blur. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see, Jimmy Snuka, because he was a face. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, do, 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 do. let's see, he free feeded with uh, Bruno San Martino. Wow, man, Bruno's old. How did he, how did he manage to stay in there so long? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. These are all old school. Oh, names. so he did. So he did. He did wrestling. Okay. Uh, Blackjack Mulligan. Uh, that's old. Yeah. The funny thing is, I don't. Oh, Bob Backlin. Oh gosh. Funny thing is, I don't remember. How does Bob Backlin? He doesn't look like a wrestler. He's like a. <laughs> I, think like he, a I think he was. I, I think he was a real wrestler though, wasn't he? I th- probably point. was, but he was like a sh- compared to like the Von Erichs, like who are all you know roided out. He was just like a schlubby guy. Uh, oh, there you go. He bitterly feuded with Sergeant Slaughter, <laughs> teaming with Nikolai Volkov. Uh, oh, Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. There you go. I Wait, he teamed. Guys. He, he no, he that, teamed? Was, that was who they fought. Oh, I remember Barry. Gosh, I remember. Wait, Mike Rotundo had like the short, curly, dark hair. Yes, that's kind of correct. Like Neil Scone, kind of remind me of Neil Scone. Yes, haircut. that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> and Barry Windham had like the blonde hair, the long, like the blonde, blonde hair. And yeah. and I remember, if I'm not mistaken, he also wore like boots, kind of like a cowboy yes, type guy. That's correct. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, with classy Freddie Blassie was a man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another the the heel. Uh, uh, what do you call? Him? What was it? Manager, heel manager. And then they were all in that Cindy Lauper stuff. Remember they were doing that. Yeah, yeah that was a big thing. Yeah, another heel. Uh, what's the other wait? Was was a uh, Captain Lou Albano uh, a heel? Or was he? A, I, was I, he think a he, I think at times he wasn't. He was one of those ones that went back and forth. Yeah, because Cindy Lauper when he was with doing when he was with I don't know how he got became a part of Cindy Lauper, but uh, um, yeah, that was God. That Cindy Lauper thing was weird when she got into the wrestling thing because she she was like didn't she wrestle like do some wrestling? I remember her. Go, I remember this distinctively one time where she went up to. I remember her going to the ring. We were watching oh, this. Yeah. It might have been. It might have been WrestleMania, and like somebody like like groped her, like uh, like in the audience. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, it was it was real like weird. But I guess at the time it was like you know it wasn't like a I'm free for all. Yeah, yeah, it was like a free exactly. It was a free for all. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was just weird seeing her there like that. Remember her and Lou Albano were managing Wendy Richter, who had the, yeah had the, yeah yeah uh, Wendy Richter, yeah, like yeah the fabulous Mula was the heel. Oh, she was a heel. Yeah, she lasted yeah. a long time, man. <laughs> yeah. She was old. Her, she must have been in her fifties or sixties yeah. back then. There was two of them, the fabulous Mula, and who was the other one that were like they were like super old and they were there for the longest time. Like they couldn't, they were like uh, what do you call it, locked in? Like they had like yeah. uh, ten years, like ten or like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> they could not get rid of them. Oh boy! Yeah, like life, there were some like funny lifers. plot lines. They had that one. Gosh, who was lifers. that one uh, chocolate guy? That one that the strong, the, the alleged strongest guy like in the world. Uh, he was African American guy, and he was supposed to have like this love like thing with one of the old ones. And it was gosh, it was so bizarre. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't eat that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I gave up on that. Not to mention, oh, there's boy. a lot of sodium in that. That's like 14, 1,400 milligrams of sodium in that oh, stuff. Boy. And it's not even hot. It's like it's bad salt. It's it's not hot salt. My uh, doctor will not be happy with me for consuming. Yeah, they tell you that. on that thing I got that little the little red dish thing that I got. It says, uh, "Oh yeah, just put half the packet of whatever the season." Which, which which is what I do now for the stuff. You know, I mean, think about oh, some of these things have like two thousand milligrams of sodium in it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh... Not even this uh, triple IP can wash that taste out. <laughs> it's like it's almost like a cardboard yeah. taste. I, I like I I'd say it's like a like like wet cardboard. <laughs> where's the where's the the, the neo witty guy? Like car is car oh, cardboard. Yeah. It's, like, it's like wet carp wet pla- like oh. melted plastic. 
Let's see, what do we get? So all of the Rotten Tomato reviews are in now for all these movies that are coming out. So um, the Transformers review came out, dropped. I should have wrote down the scores. Do you remember? The, did you? I think it was a 40. The, I think the last time I think I saw, I think it was at 49. Both of the, that, that and the other one you're going to talk about, I think they both dropped down a point or two. When I last saw it, it was 49. And that's so basically they're they're neg- they're being negatively reviewed and they're talking about the Transformers, <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones, and but also the- bear in mind though these are also the uh, the media too. So I mean, it, a lot of times the media, I mean, obviously the media doesn't really agree with the people, you know. So so you do got to take it with a grain of salt. I but mean, but, the, but wouldn't you agree that the media typically inflates? That depends. It, it depends. It depends on the subject matter of the movie. I mean, I mean, there, there, there is, there, there are some politics behind that too. That that'll, yeah. that'll help a score go up or help a score go down, or help a score go down. I mean, I mean, be detrimental to a score. So, you know, we talked about this before with all of these franchise movies. You, you, when, like, when is, like, when is it best left to, uh, that's best oh, left yeah. unsolved? We were talking about the thing, the thing sequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Best left unsolved. That's something I don't want to know because you know they're going to mess it up. I remember those, I remember the, there was an X, there was a thing sequel on the Xbox. I don't even remember the, the thing game that came oh. out back in the day, which, um, which, which actually wasn't that bad. God, now that I think about it, what, what do you do in that game? <laughs> I need to watch a replay of that. I actually had it on the Xbox back in the it's day. It's the original Xbox, I think, right? Yeah, I believe it was original Xbox. Yeah, but it was a thing, a thing sequel. Man, I think they got to redo that. I can't remember. But I remember it being like a relatively highly rated game, if I'm not mistaken. Probably like in the 70s or 80s. Have you seen all the Transformers movies? No, no, <laughs> no. I think the last one I saw was Bumblebee, I think. That's the one with oh, all yeah, that like was the, good. the that Morrissey good. stuff, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Smith. Yeah. yeah, that one was okay. Uh, and in the Indiana Jones, you saw we. I mean, I was talking to uh, Tim over the over the week during the week, and I was telling him those those Indiana Jones movies aren't as good as we think they are. Like I don't no, know, I, agree. I don't know if they hold up. I agree, I agree. I mean, the, the first one for nostalgia, and it's like, <laughs> and it, it also inspired us to make a few movies. Especially Pete, Pete was the one that was more into Indiana Jones. So you know, so it, so it, so it, so it has like some nostalgia for us. But after that, though, they start making them and making them, and it's like, oh gosh, it's like the same movie over and over again. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were having a, a a discussion or a debate on because uh, we were talking about the opening of Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, where he's in that mock uh, nuke town, and uh, and he jumps in the fridge with with the when the bomb goes off and it oh, you know okay. flings him around and he survives in the refrigerator. Okay. Do you, do you even remember that scene? No, I don't even remember. <laughs> See, I would think I would think he would get into like a tub or something. Like, to get like in a tub or something like that happens. He's like, it's in the fridge, and you know, he hurls him hundreds of feet in the air, oh, and he survives, and he walks away without a scratch. And so, you know, Tim was saying, you know, it's that's impossible. Mm-hmm. And so, my encounter with him is like, so is like ripping a guy's heart out of his chest that we saw in the temple. <laughs> so, so is the ark. So is the ark yeah. of the covenant. So is, so is, yeah. <laughs> and then I said, so is like uh, when in part three, where uh, where Sean Connery gets shot and he pours like the water from the Holy Grail onto his yeah, stomach yeah, exactly. and then the wound gets so, yeah. healed. Yeah, like the, the, whole, the, the, the only thing in these movies that is real are were real characters were the were the Nazis. That's the only thing that's like real. <laughs> and even then, they're kind of like caricatures. So yeah. Yeah, so the whole thing is about. I think the whole thing is about suspension of disbelief. Oh, and, uh, oh absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And but I don't know. Like we should, we should watch them all over again and see oh, if they hold no. up. Gosh, I think they're available too. I think I saw like on Disney probably now. Oh yeah, right? yeah is it Disney? Yeah, probably. You might be right. 
Um, the flash reviews are in. I think that op- I think it opens next week, right? I'm gonna go see that. I'm gonna go see that. Yeah, that's that's uh, another one that might be low, if I'm not mistaken. It's about seventy, which is kind of low. Oh, yeah. Well, it's better than fifty, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't fifty and below like like the splat? Isn't that a splat? Uh, Like a oh, is that what is that the uh, is that? I think it's run. uh, Yeah, the barometer. I believe it's run. Anything under fifty is a splat, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I want to go see the flash. I'll probably go check that out. uh, Maybe in a couple of weeks. Uh, let's see. We got trailers. Um, Ahsoka. Did you watch the new Ahsoka trailer? No, I did not. I saw it on there, but I I just thought we were talking about like the old one. I was like, like oh, I there's a even... new one. There's no. a new one with a, with an official release date now. So oh. it's uh, August 23rd, which is in about two months or so. Oh. The uh, it's gonna drop. So if are you gonna watch this or no? I believe we have to. I mean, like I said, I do like the actor who's no longer with us, uh, Stevenson. Oh yeah, Ray uh, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like. I mean, it's gonna be. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in because I want to see what's gonna happen with him. You know, oh, what are they gonna, oh, what's this gonna do to him? Okay, but I'm telling you right now, and you're not gonna oh, like this. I'm telling oh. you right now, you must watch Rebels in order to watch this show, because you have no idea who the characters are. But maybe and I, I want to. Maybe I want to keep it that I way. I don't though. think you can do that. I don't think you can do that. Oh, because I'm just not going to know who they are. And you're going to be like, oh, it's so-and-so. And I'm going to be like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think we could have a, a rich conversation <laughs> without knowing the background. But yeah. what happens when they change the characters? And then they're going to be like, oh, they changed the character. No, I think I really, it may, it's only three. I think it's only three seasons. And it's, it's short. There's only how many, how many episodes per season? Probably like 15, maybe. 15, 30. Gosh, you can power watch that. That's in like anime. Come on. I can barely do anime seasons now these days. So. <laughs> I strongly suggest if you're going to watch this. Degrassi, I can do. Like, anime, I can't even do anime. (laughs) I can power through, like, to to something like that. So, so so we see Sabine. So, the Sabine character. Say, Henry, talk to you about the trailer because you don't even know who the characters are. Well, Sabine is the, is she the pilot? The uh... No, the Hera's the pilot. Sabine is the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, I don't know. She's the the Asian Mandalorian in this trailer. Okay, yeah, you're right. I don't know. And we see her with a lightsaber, which is kind of interesting. Does she have a lightsaber in the program in the Rebels? I can't say. <laughs> now she better have a lightsaber. Gotta, in this. That's what I'm saying. Gotta, this, this gotta goes, find out. This goes, see, this goes, okay, gotta watch so I'm gonna it. assume that she does because if she doesn't, it's gonna be like, oh, uh, <laughs> sort of has a lightsaber. See, you gotta you gotta watch it. All right, all right maybe I will. Uh, more Star Wars. <laughs> uh, and Thrawn, well, Thrawn's in this in, the, in this too. So yeah, well, they did show the back of his head in the original trailer. No, yeah. no, they did. Did they show? Yeah, they did. They yeah, the back of his head. yeah. But they they mentioned heir to the empire, so it's kind of like the it's kind of the canon of the. They're trying to read the book in the back in the canon now. I did read those books, so that is I did read those. So we're so we are going to watch this. Yeah, yeah, for I'm, sure. you know, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I do like the uh, the main. Uh, well, I say call him the main bad guy. I don't I don't know if he's a bad guy, but the the orange lightsaber people. Uh, uh, let's see what, so sympathy for the devil. Did you, did you uh, put that on the, uh, on the agenda or did I did? Did I do you put that? I think you put that. I, I look, Oh no, wait, what did oh, I cause think this cage? You told me. I think oh, yeah. it's cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Zero interest in watching this. Yeah. I don't even know what, yeah. Like now I'm thinking about it. Wait, Oh, that's when we take somebody host. He's like hostage or who was the, who's the yeah. actor in that? It's the RoboCop. It's that Joel Kinnaman guy. Who I don't, I'm not a fan of. The new RoboCop is that the? Yeah, yeah. No idea, no idea. (laughs) I know it's Michael Michael Keaton's in that movie, so that's that's all. Is oh oh in the RoboCop is he played the old man? Yeah, I believe he's the old man. Yeah, (laughs) Colonel Cochran, I believe. 
Uh, I just like in the credits it says uh, like a piece starring Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage. It sounds it's so true. weird. It's true though. Yeah. <laughs> like so, didn't we see I, those two movies like Leaving mm-hmm. Las Vegas and something else? Uh, it's like another one I believe he won for. No, just one. I think he got only nominated. Leaving Las Vegas. Oh no, he. I think he got nominated Star-Strick? for the share the share one. Starstruck. With, with Moonlight. What is it called? Oh, Moonlight. Yeah, you think is you're that what right. it's called? Moonlight. I think you're right. What like if called? like. Moon dance, it, how's that go? Like, 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 yeah. like, like, so does so and so doesn't have his hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I lost my hand. <laughs> I lost my wife. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his wife. <laughs> I, gotta clip that. I, gotta, I forgot to clip that. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what this movie's about. He's he's kidnaps a, a kinnaman who's a, gonna be a, he's gonna be a father. Yeah, I don't know if he's playing. It's like a metaphoric devil. I mean, it's kind of weird or. It's like he. It's like he think he's the devil. Obviously, sympathy for the devil, but he's like, but he's not. I don't. I have no idea what's going on in this movie. No idea. It's a skip. Yeah, probably, probably. Uh, oh, uh, but, um, other but, other news. Another little blurb that just probably something that you I, I had mentioned before was that Nicolas Cage was coming in that Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah. The uh, they just had a video game show a couple of days ago. And lo and behold, Nicolas Cage walks out on stage and oh. talks about the uh, the character. So, man, so that was kind of neat seeing him out there. You know, he was explaining why I believe one of his sons is heavily into the game. So it's like, Dad, you got to be in this game. You know, it's like, you know. so of <laughs> course, you know, Nixon, Nixon. We're trying yeah, to figure. Okay. We're trying to figure out like, what is who do, is it a character of his? Is it man? The no, man yeah. He, well, he, he 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 clarifies that he's a survivor in the game. He's not. He's not the uh, the, the the creature. Oh, so he's and, playing an actual survivor, you know, that has to escape the creatures. But is he playing himself or is he playing, playing a character? Himself. Yeah, he's playing so he's himself playing. and oh. it's all dialogue by him. It's all him talking through the whole thing as he's running around. He's giving all his lines off, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you rip my shirt. And he's running around doing all that. Yeah, but but he's not but he's not playing any character from his movies, which would be more interesting. Well, that's the interesting thing. No, he's playing himself, but... It's a possibility because he almost made it sound like he, he he might be doing like his like his memes like he might be doing those <laughs> like oh not the bees not the bees oh I see so maybe classic lines from yeah his classic films. lines but he says Got he it. says every, all the dialogue is him so it's all going to be his lines now you're right though it could just be like the like when they have like the the ah. high laser guy. It could just be like the clips from the movie, which I don't yeah. mind. I'd rather just hear those. Like they're just gonna soundboard exactly. his from his soundboard. movies. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like come uh, to me. Like like the box. Give me the box. Oh boy. Like that's I can't. Did we watch that for the show? We I believe we did. We read the oh, book. Did we, pretty... we did we not read the uh no. the, uh we didn't no. read that? I read it. It's no. uh Did no, we not that... do that? I don't believe so. We, I think we saw the movie, but I don't think really? we saw the... Uh, probably for Halloween, we probably saw the uh, movie. I thought we read the book, too, because the book was relatively short. It's called... Uh, what's it called? I forgot. Oh, Should did we? I don't know. I believe we read the book. I'm, I'm trying to block mistaken. it out of my head. It's a short book. It's like a novella. It's not a, it's not a long book. Is it Clive Barker's... Uh... Clive Barker. That is correct. Clive Barker's Something Heart. The Something Heart, and I can't remember. No, I, don't, I don't think we read that. I'm I blocking did. it out of my head. <laughs> You've read it previously, though, probably. No, yeah, I had read. Yeah, I had read the. I had read it. So, yeah. Uh, talk to me. 
Did we see this trailer previously or no? Because this is the second. Trailer. I saw it before. I had just saw it before, thinking, "Oh, it's a horror movie. I'm gonna, I might be into it." And then I just gave up. I was like, "Ah, yeah, I'm already out of this." I, I even though even the trailer when I originally saw it, I got to about the halfway point before I just thought it was ridiculous and got out of it. It's kind of like a what? Like a, it's like a Ouija board with the hand that's supposed to take you across something like the, that. To yeah, the next dimension. Yeah, the other dimension. Yeah, it looks like they're kind of going with that whole plot, the similar plot line from other previous horror movies, like the like that smile one and the uh, it's the one where like it, it follows. Like was that, oh, that yeah. the one where like the like the venereal disease type? Yes. One? Yeah. Kind of kind of reminds me of that. They might be going that way. So this is like it, there's there's this plaster arm, and you reach out and touch it, and you say, "Talk to me." Yeah. And it's supposed to take you to the like the House of Leaves dimension or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I just started losing. I just lost interest because it's like, oh, all the kids are like they believe in it. Like it's not just something that's like a fake thing, and, but they're still doing it anyway. It's a weird thing as we get older and we see these movies for the for like the next generation of kids. And there's a lot of you know everything's about social media. Oh yeah, you know so it's of kind course. of weird how yeah. that's that's now embedded in narratives. And I think they're talking a bunch about yeah. social media and technology and you know that stuff's. I guess relatively newer to us still, uh, but, but the, is it really younger, for us? It's, I mean, I guess they, social media is because I was I, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't do social media, but I you know even back in the day, like in the, the mid nineties, I was doing like the chat room stuff, like the IRC and stuff like that. So I, I don't I wouldn't consider that social media though. So it probably is, but not to the, where it's evolved now. Did you have Did you have like a MySpace page back in? Oh, the absolutely, day? yeah, actually, that's the last oh, probably like the last like actual social media that I liked that I thought was kind of cool because you could basically do anything you wanted with the page. You could add music to it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It, it was far more open than, uh, than like Facebook was. Uh huh. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely MySpace was the last, what I call the last wild west of, uh, of social media. In fact, it was pretty, in fact, they have very little, uh, monitoring of the pages. Cause I, cause I remember a few of my friends, you know, I have, you know, I had these old rockabilly friends and let's just say that they weren't the most politically correct. So, you know, uh -huh. they were on there constantly making jokes and stuff like that. And then, you know, then we never got in trouble. It was like, it was the Wild West. So, yeah. It's free speech or now? You can't say like hate speech. Oh, no, no, no. Right? Oh, no. It would have been over. Oh, oh no. We would. Oh, yeah. Half of the, uh, I say half, probably every, all my friends would have been, would have been like banned. <laughs> <laughs> banned. Oh. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the main portion. Gosh, already main portion. I didn't know before, though. I, my, my mouth is, I think my mouth's dry from the, uh, from, yeah. the from the noodles. All right. <laughs> what do you got? Dealer's right. choice. You want to go with the ball? Let's go with something more heavier to, to, to remove the flavor. Do, All uh, right. We, what do you, what do you got? We got with some high level of stouts today. So pick a randomly pick a jar. I'm going to go with the wild card. I'm going to go with that wild card you threw in there. Just, just, uh, Oh, that's kind of, that yeah. was more for the fights later on, but okay. Oh, is that what that was for? Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> okay. we'll do it. Right. Wild card. Uh, this is the brewery. A red sun rises. This is a barreled, a bourbon barreled age Imperial stat with pomegranates. Yeah. Wild card. Raspberries. Love raspberries. Macadamia nuts and vanilla beans at a thirteen point five percent alcohol by volume. Everything sounds normal except for the pomegranate. Pomegranate's like I don't think I've ever had like a well, obviously I think we've had a few fruited beers, fruit sour, but in a, I don't think we've ever had a style with pomegranates until now. That is correct. All right, 
I'm smelling the bourbon. It's not, it's, it smells like their base, and then yeah, I actually familiar. cheated a little bit because when I because when I, ah. when I, was, when I, I had smelled it prior because I was like, what is this? Is this is this like a like a wild card? Like maybe I'm supposed to know what it is like before? Like, oh. it smells like the, your typical brewery. You know, they just heavy AB. What's ABV on this? About fifteen percent. Thirteen point five. Oh, that's low for the brewery. Shocking right. low. All right, here we go. Cheers. Rose it. Ooh. That's sweet. That's very sweet. Definitely got the raspberries on there. Yeah. It's like um, so this is basically like a black Tuesday with adjuncts. Is that what that is that about right? Um barrel date stout, stouts there. Black yeah, but it's Tuesdays got a little there. bit more going on. Black Tuesday's a a, a, a non adjunct beer. No, that's what I mean. This is the this is the basis. Oh, black if you were Tuesday. to it's, it's not Black Tuesday. This is more like a, what's the other one? So what so happens? It's Tuesday. Oh, that's the, a, that's a, that's like the lower ABV. I see. I yeah, see. I'm not getting blown away. I think the 13 percent does stand out compared to 20 percent of Black yeah. Tuesday. I mean, it's definitely sweet. Um, yeah. You almost yeah, get it. Yeah. I guess it's the malts. You almost get the chocolatey, like a cho- It's like a you know those Valentine chocolate covered. Oh fruit yeah. Type stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. That, yeah. That, that's a good. That's a good uh, example. I'm not really the pomegranate like though. The pomegranate seems to be a little bit low key. I'm getting more raspberry than I am pomegranate. Gosh, what, is, what would a pomegranate like taste I, like? Though? Oh, so, okay. So this is funny that you mentioned. I was telling Tony is it about tart. This. It, it is tart. It's very. It's it can be. Yeah, it is very tart. But they, you know, obviously, when you get like, I I get the concentrate. I get this concentrate of it. Uh, it's supposed to be good for like your your I don't know like your system or whatnot because it has like antioxidants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, so I have like a concentrated small bottle of it that I that I drink. Uh, I'll take a drink of it, like a you know every once or two days. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like um, in a weird like shaped bottle. Yeah, this is actually pretty pretty tasty. It, it is surprisingly. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I would well because it's like wait a minute. It's a weird. It's a weird adjunct uh, uh, beer. You know, I'm thinking like pomegranate is either gonna fail hard or it's gonna be you know, like I to me it's very subdued, so it's not like a big deal. Their anniversary is coming up soon, uh, and I'm a little, I'm a little concerned because they haven't done a very good job of putting out who's going to be there. Oh, yeah, but come on, we got you got to go with their past. Well, the first of all, it's it's a smaller venue because they're doing it at the brewery. Oh wow! Oh yeah, so I'm a little concerned about yeah. who's going to be there because right now. They say uh, over 40, pl- let me take a quick look at their website. 40 in the parking lot? Yeah, they're saying 40 plus. So it's a little kind of, it's a little deceptive, if I can use that word. It says unlimited pours of 40 plus makers of beer, wine, meat, and cider. Uh-oh. So what is well, that? Well, I think that back. The brewery has all, as far back as I remember, because we, we went, I've been to a couple of them. Or we, you know, you've been to, you've been to quite a few. They've always had a uh, uh, meat, meat, uh, meat and cider, so that's not like that big of a deal. So it looks like they have added some, but not much. So right now, here's the list, and this, let me it, let me tell you something. It's far from forty. Eight bit, which we like. We've been there back in the day, around the block. Uh, what you say? <laughs> I mean, obviously they're far, but you know, it's 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 you could drive there. I can't. We had can. we we had their uh, chicharron, uh, their fresh. Yeah, yeah, we went. We had, uh, one of the last <laughs> breweries good. that I actually went to. So kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, Ale Song Brewing, which we know, yeah, Barreled Souls, Catalyst Crafted Ales, Salador Ales, which we know, 
Is it Salador or Calador? I always call him Calador. It's Salador. You know what it's called. <laughs> Calador. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing the uh, the, the Tolkien-ish uh, Calador. Daca Beer from San Francisco. Oh, everywhere, which I like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. High Def Brewing, uh, ah. Pure Project, Noble Ale Works. What? They still what? They still they still get invited to <laughs> Noble does. Uh, the Veil, which I'm, nice. which we can talk about in a second. The Veil Brewing, Bee Nectar, which I think is a mead. That is correct. Westward Whiskey and Woven Water Brewing. Okay, so I'm counting one, two, keep three, four, it, keep five, it six, coming. Eight, nine, wait, wait, 10, you're done. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, that's what I'm telling <laughs> wait you. Wait a minute. This thing's in four. This thing's in 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 two weeks from today. Oh, so they still got time. Yeah, they got time to. Add. They got to release the list. What's going on here? But the the I thing about the list. Now you're right though, because it's in their parking lot. The parking lot has never struck me as being all that huge. It's not unless they unless it they expanded it. <laughs> Is it, it going to be not. like, it's going to go all the way up to like that uh, store, Mike's uh, Liquor? Is it going to be like up to there, <laughs> across the street? He's going to be pouring beers. Yeah, he's going to be like pouring like it is like his, his lot. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, so I'm a little concerned about yeah. what they're yeah. what they're going to be doing for that event. I have faith in them, though, because they, you know, I mean, like those last. They deliver. Uh, yeah, they've, they have definitely, definitely delivered. Well, I'll tell you one thing. They had a joint theory last year, so I was happy about that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so, but let me contrast that with the Forever Summer Festival that I sent you the link for yeah. by The Veil. Right. Uh, w- which I bought a ticket for, by the way. Wow. So I'll be in Richmond, Virginia uh, nice. next month. Like you love so, Virginia. Like Virginia's like your favorite state. <laughs> I'm, move, I'm moving over there. Shoot. What are you talking about? Moving. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so this is who's participating in the Forever Summer Festival. And so they already have their list out. So the tickets just went on sale on Friday. They gave you a preview of who was going to pour. And let me tell you something. This is nothing to sneeze at. All right, here we go. I'm just going to highlight some of them. Three Floyds. Nice. Three Fontanen, which we almost never see because they're in Europe. Yeah. Angry Chair, nice. Botologic. Here's another one which we almost never see. Cantillon. What? Yeah. Cellar yeah. Maker, Cycle, The Guard, uh, nice. Dogfish Head, Evil Twin, Fidens, Half Acre, Jay Wakefield, Jester King, Monkish, oh. um, Omnipolo, Other Half, Perennial, Santa Adarius, Side Project, Trillium, Truve, and of course, The Veil. Nice. I mean, that's a pretty impressive list. Yeah, and it's and it's not all just East Coast stuff. So is 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 Virginia East Coast or or mid what mid East? Well, according to the according to the Civil War, they're the South. <laughs> Come well, on, that's the South because the South. Cause we were yeah, that's like different though. They're Southern. They're South of New York. <laughs> it's a it's a deep that's South. Like one like state south. down. It's a, it's a deep South. A deep South. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what do you mean? That's funny. I think it's the, I would call it East Coast. I call it East Coast. Is it, yeah, I would say it's okay. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's close to New York. It's like, oh, it's, it's a little bit lower. So therefore it's the South. Uh, so this is, this is an interesting thing because the VIP, only a hundred VIP tickets. Oh, did you get VIP? Yeah, of course. Did. Oh, of course. Of course, like, I of course. Like I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't go if it wasn't, uh, wasn't, if it wasn't like VIP. Pasha, like Pasha, <laughs> like <laughs> Snob, yeah. I'm all snooty, like, like a bourge, like the bourgeoisie. Yeah, I'm all snooty. Uh, so there, so the VIP, you're gonna get the opportunity to meet and greet the brewers, which mm. I think is pretty cool. Mm. 
So a hundred of those tickets went on the, the, the went on sale. The the hundred tickets sold out almost immediately. I got lucky and got a ticket. So oh really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. So that's in July. The more anniversary in Chicago's in July. Well, well works at Midian No Chain Markets next week. Man. Busy, busy time. So we'll have we'll hopefully maybe do so. We, so next week we're gonna have to do the show on Sunday because I'll be in uh, I'll be in uh, Greeley. Colorado on Saturday, but, but, okay. but we will do a micro brews from Weldworks. Remember I was okay. testing out the technology. To oh see yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. That yeah. is correct. So yeah. I think we do a mini show. I don't think I could do a full show from there. Cause I don't even know what the setup's going to be. It's only supposed to be 20 minutes. So. Yeah. And then we could do the full show on Sunday when I get back and maybe, okay. maybe we could take down some of those media noches uh, for us nice. to try out. Nice. Uh, let's see. We got the grassy bottled up. And sealed with a kiss, uh, and we have our movie, which was Brazil. Yeah, which, what a, which what, was a tough. what a yeah, what a weird, interesting movie. I mean, I yeah. feel, you kind of know what you're getting though with Terry Gilliam. You know you're going to get yeah. different. It's not going to be a, a a normal movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough one to get through. I got to be honest. It's a long movie too. On top of that, yeah, two hours and what, twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, but you definitely see like the twelve monkeys, and you definitely see the fear and loathing. Like he, he has a he has a a style, a visual style. Oh yeah, and a style of directing and and quirky content, and that's like his that's his jam. And some might even say that the it, you know I'm, I assume you picked you picked this movie because of the dream aspects on it. Which yeah. I don't know if you looked at the, like the trivia and like the whole backstory, how that was only supposed to be like like the beginning part. Oh. It really wasn't meant to flow through the whole movie. Really. Yeah, so it's not even like supposed to be a big thing, but it winds up that the whole movie is almost like kind of dream quality, just because it's so quirky looking. The buildings, oh yeah, even out even outside of his uh his David Bowie angel uh, uh armored <laughs> character, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, should have casted David Bowie in this. Would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been cool. Actually, that would have been cool. You got an odd casting of Bobby D is in this. The, this the whole casting. Uh, I I feel like this, but the exception yeah. of the of the Monty Python guys. There's a lot of weird casting in this movie, you know, yeah. and, and, and there's a, and there's a, like like I said the trivia like a few of those actors pretty much like they annoyed Terry Gilliam like like he <laughs> like he mistakenly like hired them for the movie. <laughs> I will say this what with this much and I didn't realize I mean I I picked up on it pretty quickly um and and I don't know if you even read this book it is 1984 basically oh no a, a movie a, a book that Terry Gilliam never read. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is funny because it is 1984. Oh. It's, it's, it's probably taking place in 1980. It's, it's, it's made in 85. So it's like, it's 1984. He called it 1984 and a half. Oh, it was supposed to be a combination funny. of 1984, book never read. And I think, and that, what's, oh. I forgot the other one, the eight and a half that you had mentioned, I believe. Oh, really? Eight and a half. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a combination of those two like movies. Oh boy! Yeah, a book, a movie, a book that he had never, never. Yeah, uh, how, why would you want to do a movie about a book you never read? You just kind of. Apparently, this is like idea. a trilogy. It's like a trilogy of movies. Like there's, it's like a two, it's like a trilogy in a trilogy, and I can't remember. I think Twelve Monkeys is supposed to be a part of this. Like, no. Like, yeah, he would. If you look at this, it's like a trilogy in a trilogy. Like what? there's like it's like it's three movies that are supposed to be like this, 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 and then it combines with another like. Three of his other movies. What? Like, oh, they're all they're, yeah, you have to read it. I was I was confused on what I was reading. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. It's like this is part of that and part of this too. Like the trilogy. Yeah, this is you know it's a part of this weird abstract dystopian world. Because I remember Twelve Monkeys is kind of similar to that too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There's a common theme in uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the in the content. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Terry Gilliam's like a like a heavy drug user. Like I'm assuming like hallucinogens. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to just stick with the with twelve months? No, nah, I think we, uh, no, I think no, I, I got a feeling we're gonna go we're gonna go more yeah. with that. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. a longer segment. So let's do the let's, let's knock out the uh, Degrassi. <laughs> uh, Degrassi Junior High bottled up. Yes. Um, we, you know these poor darn kids can't have a normal day in in school. That's why they just have a normal why, day in school. That's why I like the show. That's why, because yeah. it, it's always constant. It's constant like failure and like depress. It's everything's like a failure. This is the worst. The, these kids have the worst luck of anyone oh, I yeah. know. Oh, Everything it, it, bad it, is happening to them. I have said this a thousand times. It gets worse. Like this is only ah, this is only the what beginning. What is going on this here? Is the, this is only the tip of the bottle. Like the tip of this is only like the beginning of the bottle. Jeez, uh, bottled up. So obviously, we already get a cue as to what's going on here. Yeah, and we see Kath. Is it Kathleen? Is that the character? That is correct, Kathleen. Her, her who I like? Mom, who, who who was one of my favorite characters? Who's on the? Who's mom? And her mom is on the on the catch all sauced up. She's yeah. got the, the the sauce going there. That but is the, correct. The the sauce is free flowing. Uh, with the uh, with Kathleen's mom. Yeah. You don't really uh, know why yet. You, you see her talking on the phone to her father. Yeah. He seems like a pleasant guy. Apparently, they're estranged. They're probably divorced or probably separated. Oh. The father so seems I okay. Tra- I thought he was traveling. I think, yeah, I, I think I he's traveling. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to see that they're separated because. The quote, unquote, he's traveling. Yeah, because he seems happy. He's like happy, but he's just happy to get away. He's like, she's all like, she, cause he tells, she tells the dad, oh, I made the, the best, the quest for the best uh, team. And he's all happy. I'm happy for you. And then the mom's all sauce in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's saying, I made the team. I'm going to be on TV. Are you going to make it? He's like, I'm on the road. I can, uh, I'm quote unquote on the road, which but now means- you're right though. But now you're right. Maybe he's away and he's happy because he's away from the mom. So I think that's, no. I think you're right. I know. I think you're right now because I think he he's 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 away on the road, which means he probably has another life in, in the next Canadian province over with the, the new family. That is <laughs> that's true. why he's happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she lies, and then Kathleen lies about the mom too. She's like, "Oh, she's okay." Like, you know. yeah, and, and she's then covering the for the mom. Yep, and then absolutely. Cue, cue the music. Uh, so Kathleen's the star of the team. Uh, and there's this kind of recurring thing where they're, they're like they have to wear the school sweater, they have to wear the school sweat. That's sweater. like a new thing though. It's and it's kind of weird because like out of all the people in in the, in the school who I would have never imagined would wear, uh, uh, I want to say some like like a school sweater is Rick. Like why is Rick wearing the sweater? That'd be like me in high school wearing like a like a like a you know the a Letterman sweater. I mean, maybe I mean, yeah, he's proud of it. Maybe he's doing like the Danny Zuko at the end of Greece. Like he has to be like uh, the <laughs> <That's>, preppy. <laughs> what sport is he in though? Like what sport? Is he in a sport or is he just wearing it? <laughs> Danny trying Zuko. Trying to turn it around, man. I'm trying to turn it around. That's, that's true. That is true. Are, 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 are these, see, my thing is these are just sold at, at the student store and he's just, yeah. he just bought it. Like, cause oh, you know, yeah. obviously we know why he bought it. He, you know, cause Caitlin's on the team. Yeah. It's, it's totally, uh, it's totally Greece. They're, they're reenacting Greece. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but he makes a team though. At least Danny, <laughs> Makes a team. Uh, let's see, Scooter and his new. What, what's that new kid's name? Scooter's oh friend. gosh, uh, Max. I believe it's Max. From yeah, I don't team. even have a name for him. They're talking about D and D. Oh yeah, it's actually right Max. Yeah, alley. yeah. Right up your alley. They're talking about D and D, and then Arthur right. and Nick start goofing on them, which is pretty funny. Like D and D, like that's for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there is a funny line though. After what he says though, he goes like, I think it's Scooter says it like, if the nerds are if the nerds are goofing on us, like you know things are bad. <laughs> 
So then they they want to look at what what uh, what Rick does, like do as Rick does because he's cool, and we want to yeah. be cool. So whatever yeah. he does, we're and a side do. note about Max, I think they write him out pretty quick. I I I I, I don't recall him being like a main like a character. He, he just seems kind of weird. First of all, he don't look like a nerd. You know, he's kind of kind of a good looking kid. He doesn't he doesn't fit the bill. So I think they write I think they wrote him out like so quick up for this. Uh, let's see. They're practicing for the quests. They start talking about drinking. And of course, Kathleen's all. I'm drinking stupid. I'm never gonna do that. Yeah. Also, they finally they finally introduced the Nancy character. She's she's introduced to the team. Uh, they're giving out tickets to the show. The librarian comes up and says, "Hey, I have, I have a tape of last week's show. You guys need to watch it so you can know who your competition's gonna be." And so now they're trying to figure out where they're gonna watch the uh, where are they gonna watch the show. And then yeah. they, des- they decide. It's, ca- it's kind of weird because they all like, what's like, wait a minute. Nobody likes Kathleen on this. You know, everybody hates Kathleen. The only person that likes Kathleen is uh, is Madeline. She's the only one that really hangs around with her, at least prior to this. And all of a sudden now they're all, hey, let's go down your house, Kathleen. Like, wait a minute. Like, you guys hate me. Why do you want to go down my house? I think it's more by default, though, right? Like, we can't go to my house because of this. And we also, how do they know? Oh, but she's, apparently she was gloating about having a VCR. Apparently back in the in, in 87, <laughs> It was hard to get a VCR. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're gonna go watch it at uh, at Kathleen's house. Uh, meanwhile, um, Scooter and Max run into Rick, and they find that he has a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And so, along with the theme of "Hey, we're gonna do as Rick does," they need to go buy a pack of smokes. Yeah. This is a. This is like. This might be one of like one of the more. Four side stories in the in in, uh, oh, in the Grassi. Yeah. It's almost like, and this is probably the reason why they why they they canceled the the Max character. It's it's just like a useless story like line. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It's not prominent. It's not fun. It's like it, yeah. it really kind of serves no purpose. And it just winds up kind of being typical. Well, the, the weird thing about it though is, and it's, it gets worse in Degrassi. Like they're smoking. Like these kids are smoking. Like <laughs> uh, you see, like at the bath, the bathroom smoking. But trust me, it gets a lot worse as the oh, episodes boy. happen. Would you stop? Would you stop? <laughs> uh, That's why I love this show. Although the realistic scene in the pizza place where they're trying to buy the pack of smokes from the old school machine. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. The everybody, old school everybody's done that. Yeah, everybody's done that, that is true. That is very true. Although I will say this. Degrassi does a lot more stuff in junior high than I did in junior high. I did all my stuff <laughs> in high school. They do a heck of a lot more than I did in, in junior high. Is this ultimately, because in theory, even though it's a Canadian show, we assume that it's supposed to be taking place in America. Yeah, yeah. So is this really kind of Canada's like uh, like smack talks talk smack about saying. American kids? I don't know. That, that's a that's a good question. But like it's like I watch a streamer who's who's now he's an American, but he 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 migrated from uh, Canada. So and he he says it basically the same. And he lives right above uh, Detroit, so like that Michigan, right, right above. It's like the little province, the Canadian province, yeah. right above it. So he literally just crossed the border. He said, he basically said the same thing, except for like it's Chino, where Canada, where I live, is like would be Chino. This is more like 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 you know where we lived in this in the uh, the suburbs, not the suburbs. Like the suburbs are like the you know the concrete jungle. I'm now beginning to think this show is like a social commentary of, of Canada. <laughs> so we see America. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Teen pregnancy, drug use. I mean, you, mm. yeah, it is kind of weird because I because a lot of the stuff that does happen in this, I don't recall this happening into high school. It's already that's already happening <laughs> like in junior high. Yeah, maybe this is, maybe this is a Canadian. Maybe this is there's a reason why Canada is like more progressive nowadays. Like they're like they were ahead of the curve. Uh. Like they're already like doing more stuff. <laughs> Well, we also it's also insinuated too, just through the the environment, that these are lower income 
oh, kids absolutely. and families. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is mentioned quite a few times too. It, it's, and it's, you know, that they're not exactly the most wealthiest of, uh, of kids. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have they don't even have like mother, mom, and dad at home at times. Yeah, I mean, it's, I want to believe really... that the, I want to believe that the people are probably the most wealthiest of the, of the teachers. Probably the uh, like other the, the, you know, the principal, Kaylin's. <laughs> I believe Kaylin's mom is like uh, is a vice oh, yeah. pr- like vice principal or yeah. Uh, let's see. They're watching the movie at Kathleen's, and then of course the mom comes down all sauced up again, and yeah. Uh, and Kathleen has a defender saying she's sick, but uh, they all know, clearly they all. Know well, I mean, she's, she's not, not lying. I mean, she. I mean, she's. Tell, <laughs> oh, she's she's yeah. not lying. You know. Yeah. She has a disease. She has a disease. Yeah. Also, also, we're finding out something about this. This about Kathleen too. Kathleen's not only is she an act, a good actress, but she's also pretty pretty darn smart. You know. So you know she's you know so she's not like this like slouchy character. But then I guess I, I guess it's kind of showing you why the she's the way she is. Yeah. Kind of like on her own, and she's got to do anything to to make make notice me. Like like look at me. Like like what's uh what's the uh, our favorite song from the the Bash Brothers? Like uh like oh. what are you guys talking about this father? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the so the mom winds up slapping her, and then she goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cry. a real. I believe that's real too. Like that was like a real like. <laughs> Uh, so after the show, Rick, uh, Rick says, Hey, after the show, Caitlin, let's go grab a burger. Um, and then Caitlin's talking to Rick about, uh, about, uh, Kathleen and Hey, you know, the, the ending of this is so great. You, you sent me that. I just, yeah. I'm cutting, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> the ending, because Kev, you know, Caitlin's supposed to be like, Caitlin is such a busy, you think Kathleen is like a busy, like a, a big mouth. Caitlin's like the same, but she thinks she's right about. It. She thinks she's like right and like just like justice way, but she's doing the same the same blabby thing. Yeah, trying to intervene like in yeah, her. like hey, like what are you? Who are you? And then Rick tells her like, dude, get it like you need to mind your own business, Caitlin. Because <laughs> uh, then okay, you're right. Because then then we see Caitlin confronting Kathleen about her mom and saying, yeah. hey, your mom's a, your mom's a slosh. Like hey, you need help. Um, it's like, man, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, mind your own business. Let's see. Like, who the, are you? The Max and the Scooter Smoke. And of course, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's so, it's, it's also kind of generic. It's like, oh, they smoke, they get sick. And it's almost like a plot point where, where uh, Rick, they need, they need tickets to go see him because he obviously wants to see Caitlin. And, but he needs tickets. Oh, no. Oh, we're, oh, we're, we're sick from smoking. Here, ha- it's, this is like the one that I, that's why I say it's so weak because typically in Degrassi, things are more realistic. I don't believe they're going to be sick. They're going to be like, oh, okay, they may cough a little bit, but they're not going to be like, I'm sick. Here, take my ticket, Rick. Even, yeah, though, they, even it, though they do want to impress them. Yes. Like, yeah. So I think that's part of the bigger motivator. It's true. Like, hey, he true, needs but, us. But, but they're like depressed and walking out, like vomiting <laughs> and like, Rick, take, take the ticket, Rick. I'd be like Rick, you you steered us wrong, man. You ste- thought, yeah, we- <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you give us, the, yeah, yeah. And I would hate him actually. Oh my god, yeah. this guy, I hate that guy. <laughs> uh, so Kathleen forgets her sweater for the show, so she calls her oh, mom yeah, up yeah. and says, "Hey, bring me my sweater because I need it for the show." I have um, my theory about this episode too. I have, I have, I have, my, I have my theory that I believe the writers changed this episode a, a little bit. You think the mom was supposed to show up sauce to the set no. or no? No, no, no. With the uh, I have a I have a Rick Kathleen theory that's that's oh. happening in this episode. Uh, so Rick says, "Hey, you need a sweater. You can use my sweater." Which, you know, the, which is kind of weird. Plot, the, the plot demanded it. Yeah, but do, do, remember the prior episode where uh, where Rick tells Kathleen to shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did he go from from shut up Kathleen to like, oh yeah, you can wear my jacket. You can wear my sweater. And we also know about Rick, though, that he is kind of a, a, a 
uneven with emotions, right? Yeah, like he's kind of hot. He's hot headed. Remember with, that with is true. the with the uh, with the environmental episode, and that's why I say I believe there's a hormonal thing going on here with Rick too. <laughs> I believe it's you know I mean Kathleen's not. Yeah. I mean obviously Caitlin's like you know they're, she's cute. I don't think Kathleen's all that bad looking either. So I think he, I think he's having like a hormonal thing, and, and oh, I'll explain oh, why later on. I'll explain. Okay. I'll explain later on. Let's see. So uh, Kathleen uh, kind of freezes because she sees her mom initially empty, yeah. and then she starts excelling and and they. Win. Oh yeah, she cleans house. She winds up. She winds up cleaning house. Uh, Caitlin's unable to go at Rick because her mom's there, and so she has to get a rain check. And then Rick yeah. decides to walk Kathleen home. Uh, and then he talks to her about the the your mom's a. And then uh, he like casually kind of blurts out too, like I know, like <laughs> it's like wait a minute. Now, see this. This is oh, why yeah. I say that. This is why I say that there was a plot. There's a plot turn here. That typically, I believe that that Kathleen would have like took off, like angry, like oh, like who told? Oh, she told you, Caitlin. But that's but that's exactly the opposite of what of what happens. She kind of like she listens to him. Yeah. Uh, and then Rick says, "Yeah, I have a problem with my dad too." Yeah. She's listening to him, and, but he, okay. Here's the part that I say that something I believe in this. I don't know if you noticed this. When they film this scene, Rick is really close to Kathleen. I mean, he's literally hand to hand her, and I swear yeah. that they probably going to write it that they, they were going to hold hands and walk home. Yeah. And, but then they were like, ah, let's not do it. Let's you know they 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 probably axed that. Let's hey, you know what? Let's just let's not do that. Well, they definitely have a connection during that moment. They have yeah, exactly, moment. and it's almost yeah. he's so close to her. I can't I, I can't see myself walk being so close to somebody. Like that, with you know, it's like, wait a minute, you're so close. What are these? Somebody's gonna do something here. Uh, Kathleen confronts the mom at the house. Uh, the next day at school, the the next day at school, um, Rick tells uh, Kathleen gives Rick the sweater back, and it's like it's a it's a good good shot because it's Kathleen's in the front of the classroom, then Rick, and then Kathleen, Caitlin, Rick, Kathleen, and so. When Steph, when Caitlin overhears Kathleen saying "Thank you for walking me home," she's like, uh, "You walked, you walked her home." Yeah, I, I put like I actually put down in capital letters, "Snap!" Like snap, <laughs> like, <laughs> like ooh, like ooh, got her, like got her. Oh boy! So we see that's like, a kind great of, ending uh, scene. I love that because obviously it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what just happened here? Yeah, we see kind of like a love triangle start to form now. Exactly. Between... That final scene, and then cue the music. Like, Caitlin looks <laughs> like, huh? And, and Kathleen's <laughs> smiling at Rick. And he's like, <laughs> it's a good shot. It's a good shot. Yeah. That, see, see, you notice it, too, because I'm like, wow, that's, a, that's actually a really good ending scene. Uh, let's see. Sealed with a kiss, which uh, which I think is a fairly weak episode. Yeah, uh, I would say I, I agree. This I believe I, I kind of feel it's almost like a contractual thing where like, hey, we gotta we gotta let the twins do something now. We, <laughs> we gotta finally because prior to this episode, they're basically the twins. You yeah, know, like I just referred to them as the twins, but now they're kind of separate. Now it's he- Heather and uh, what's up, Erica. Erica, Heather and Erica, they're separated now. We see that they have two different uh, uh, you know, personalities. Yeah, Erica's the quote unquote the sex maniac. Heather is quote unquote the prude. Yeah, which is once again that same reoccurring line, like don't be such a don't be such a sex maniac. Don't be such a prude. <laughs> everybody says this line. Uh, 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 Madeline has said it to Kathleen. You know, everybody says this line. Uh, let's do another pour. What do you got? Keep it coming. We're, 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 uh, we're, another jar or can? Up to dealer's choice. Let's go jar. All right, so you you got a fifty fifty here. We these are some these next two are pretty high level, I think. So, 
I got the troop. What's wrong with you? The troop. It's a triple. What's wrong with you? Wait a minute. This is true. I thought it was troop. No, no, no. I thought it was troop. No, it's called triple droop. Oh, because bear in mind, I'm getting this. But when you send me the picture, I'm not getting no. This for, for once, I'm not talking about your handwriting. I thought it said the, I thought it said troop on the on the uh, the label. For once, how dare you? It's yeah. called triple droop. Is what I'm yeah. interpreting that. Okay. So this is man, two high level breweries in a collab here. Other half plus your favorite Horace aged ales. Ooh, you know what I expect on this? <laughs> syrup, I expect syrup, syrup, sweet meat, or what I call a meat stout. <laughs> you know, give, let me go get some pancakes. Hang on, I'll be exactly. right back. Exactly, exactly. Uh, with extra pecans? Do you say pecan or pecan? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I, I pronounce that word. Pecan. I, I say pecan. Oh, so I do a snobby. Pecan. It's pecan. Yeah, well, you know, you know the way I am. It's you know, a pecan. You know, I say it the American way. <laughs> Coconut, of course, and cacao nibs. Fourteen percent alcohol by volume, man. That's fourteen percent, but still kind of thin though. For for being, I'm looking at it. Oh, I, you I expect that? Horace to be all like thick. Not as thick as the uh, what are the oh, Minochas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. This is a, a little bit thinner. Yeah. All right. What does the nose on this read for you? Booze. I got, I got the barrel. It's, it's sweet, though. It's got that sweet, that uh, nutty, nutty sweetness. All right. Coconut, there we go. The coconut in there. Cheers. What is it? Oh, coconut. Chocolate. Nets, yeah, but there it's you missing, go. But it's missing what I the thing that I expect the most the sweetness. It doesn't have that quay quaying sweetness. Yeah. To it. It's got hot. It's a it's a little hot, right? Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, oddly enough, I'm getting more heat. Was this fourteen percent? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling this more than the brewery beer, which is only yeah. like one one uh, percent half per half a percent. Yeah, it's hot. It's no. definitely got some yeah. heat in the barrel. Good. Very good. And by the way, nothing wrong with that for me. No, I'll tell you one thing though. Good. Just going back to that brewery beer. That, that, that brewery beer is exceptionally good. I, that, that, yeah. That's definitely out of left field, that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I had to go back to that. Like we're uh, like. Uh, we're going our, back to the beer. Have we, lowered our, have we lowered our expectations of the brewery? No, no, it's, no, no, no. It's a pomegranate. The pomegranate scared me. It's, it, it, it frightened me. Uh, I will say this much about the brewery. I, I'm a big fan of their historically good beers. I'm a little cautious with yeah. the new stuff, and this is a new beer for us. So yeah, yeah, I never heard of it. the The name itself was like it's so funny because I read that the, the first thing that came to my mind is like a racial thing too. The first thing that came to my mind when I saw <laughs> the, the Japanese the name, flag, exactly. It's probably going to be ri- like a rice like. Uh, oh, lager. you can't say that. What's wrong a rice lager. Come on. What's wrong with you? What What's do you mean? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get to this show because I didn't. Uh, this one episode wasn't very. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I find agree. it very interesting. I I agree. Uh, let's see. So the whole thing is uh, the you know the twins are trying to they they do everything together. So I think that you're right. This is about their personalities. Yeah. Th- this, yeah. Is, this is this there is a funny because there is like a partial partial side story to this with the Alexa and Simon character that's kind of funny actually. That the you know the, the Alexa the the yeah. Had the clothes and Simon, the blonde haired guy. That's like her. apparently she's got him on a like on a leash. So I mean, from this episode, you see this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so the the uh, the twins are getting sick of being mixed up together. And yeah. that's, we get the theme song. 
um, the talking about kissing. The girls want want to kiss boys now, or at least uh, at least yeah. which ones? The, at least Erica wants to kiss boys. Um, Erica Rick, wants it. Heather does not. That's why. That's why I put it down. Like, I, like one wants it and the other one does not. Jeez. I mean, you know what I mean. They one wants to kiss, the other one is like, I don't, I don't need to do that. Uh, Rick is free from tutoring. Wait, I'm not Rick. Uh, wheels. Did, wheels. Did you notice? Did you notice the poster in uh Heather's uh, locker? I don't know if you noticed. No. That. No. What was oh that? man, we did. We, we just saw a documentary about him. Michael What's J. That? Fox, like a Michael J. Fox poster. Really? Yeah, it's it's no. just so weird. I, I kid you not. This is the weird thing about Degrassi. And I'm starting to notice this more. The background, there's a lot of like interesting things you can see in the background. Like, huh. like when you're talking about like the 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 board, the eraser, uh, what do you call those? Uh, the chalkboard. The blackboard? Chalkboard. Yeah. It had like the 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 American. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to notice all the background now. There, there's there, there's another interesting picture that pops up and that's that later on that I'm going to, you're going to have to go back and watch it. I should have told you to watch it before, but I'm pretty sure it's somebody who I think it is. But you have to go back to to verify this for me. But yeah, anyway, Michael J. Fox as remember I told you that he was super popular back in you know in the eighties. He was yeah. in all those mag- Team Beat magazines yeah. and all those. She has like that. She has one of those Team Beat mag- like posters <laughs> of him. Oh, that's funny. So Wheels is free from tutoring, so he can now resume to go back and play part kind of, of a, the band. Did, did you notice something weird with that that scene with Wheels and Miss Avery? Like when they're <laughs> like in that room, him? was she touching yeah, him? Yeah, once or again. But, and he's kind of like, and they're like, and then. Uh, Joey and Snake are like looking at him like, like are they gonna say something? Are they gonna be like, ooh? Oh, let's see. So they're they're gonna do a dance, and the the dance is gonna involve another school coming over. So yeah, kind of weird, but I guess I gosh, man. Well, I, I never went to a, a junior high dance, so and I never went to a high school dance other than other than sit outside and drink beers like at, at the actual dance and goof on the kids going in and out. That's about all I did. So is that a thing where they bring they invite other schools to dances? No, I'm assuming it's just a, since it's a small school, maybe oh. like hey, let's let's pull the DJ resources. You mean there's only twenty kids? You mean like yeah. every, <laughs> there's only yeah. twenty kids that are almost in every shot? Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, okay I'm about so that. The Degrassi boys are jealous because the the Degrassi girls are dancing with the boys from the other yeah. school, which is kind of Side which note. is kind of dumb because why doesn't why don't the Degrassi boys just dance with the girls from the other school? Yeah, but they that is yeah that's that's but then it doesn't Joey make a comment about them like it's almost like the the uh, the aliens octarian like thing like uh, <laughs> we kind of like the thing goof on them like you know like the, like I think, I think he says something to that that nature of like the octarian but uh, by the way. Prior to this, they they show like a brief scene of Stephanie like depressed now, like oh, she's yeah. she's she's completely going down like that the well, and she's now dressing uh yeah she's dressing Normally, down yeah, again yeah. yeah. Uh, we see Erica's making out with a guy who looks old enough to be like her dad. Yeah, almost. yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy looks like he's thirty years old. He's got to be in his late twenties. Good looking dude. Like, wait a minute, this dude shouldn't even be. This guy's this guy's not even a high school kid. A junior high. What are we talking about? He's got no, a car too. Isn't it revealed that he was an older guy that like snuck in? I think I think they talk about later. No, yeah. is it not? I think they because he's driving. He's driving a car. That's true. Wait a minute. That is true. <laughs> I think they say like he and his friends Wait snuck in. You're right. Like the predator, they're predators. This isn't even the high school. This isn't even Degrassi High. I didn't think about that. <laughs> they're predators, man. Wait a minute. Here they are complaining about uh about uh uh Stephanie and her boyfriend. This guy's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's kind of creepy. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't. I didn't think about that. You don't drive when you're in junior high. No. Well, what's a Canadian age for? Probably be about four. be fourteen and a half or fifteen. <laughs> twelve. Like, what do you know? Like, twelve. Come on, don't you know anything? 
There's only one rule, like don't hit the moose. Like don't, you can't hit the moose with your car. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alexa's arguing with the boy. What, what's the, what's the kid's name? Simon, you said? Yeah, Simon. Yeah, Simon's not. Simon is starting to get annoyed with the Alexa's behavior. Like she's like, I'm going to yeah. dance with everybody there. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but that and he's literally for, being, he's, and, and, I've, and I've used this term before many times, but he's literally being cut now by like, yeah. by, she's just like, I don't care. <laughs> She's getting a bunch of attention. So, so the, the and not to be mean, but the, like I guess what Joey says, the girls from the other school must be like trolls. They must look like trolls or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goofs on them. He, it's an Octarian thing, like where he's like he's like <laughs> goofing on them. Uh, let's see. In Raditz's class, they're doing an assignment on oh, oh, diseases. Oh, coincidentally, but, but prior to that though, because because I, I, now that I'm noticing the background, the characters talking to each other in the background, you see Kaylin talking to Kathleen, pretty uh, chummy. Which is kind of weird, considering that the last scene we saw, they're like Caitlin's like eyeballing them and like, huh? so they, but they're here they are talking to each other though. Do you think it's part of that also thing when you're a kid, you you know you you your friends and enemies and friends of enemies, it, it kind of just shifts True. from it's, it's, from week to week. I don't imagine Kathleen, Caitlin, and Kathleen being like that though, because just because of the way they are, they're more like like hot headed and smarter, yeah. so they yeah. know. And Kathleen's a smart ass too. On top of that. That's true. Like, Kathleen exactly. has something to say about everything. Yeah, but yeah, but we find out that Caitlyn's no, no different, though. Right. Uh, let's see. Diseases. Okay, so and- this is okay. So in, in Rad's class, now it, when he's giving his speech, uh, apparently I, got, I rarely ever pay attention in Rad to Rad's class. M- much like Joey, I pay a little attention to uh, to Rad's. <laughs> but anyway, the thing that stands out to me. On the on the back of the uh, chalkboard in the background, there's a bunch of there's a set of a lot of photos on the top. One of the photos, a photo on the far left, and I kid you not, and I'm I I swear this has got to be Rod Searling in the in the oh, top okay. photo on the far left, and I'm like, is he Canadian? Is he Canadian? Is it possible? <laughs> but it's like, why is Rod Searling up in the like like Wait in this photo? Wait a second. Did you know? What do you? I, I, don't make me pull the show up right now. You, you have to pull it up. You got it. You got it. I'm telling you, it's I, I see Rod Sterling because Rod Sterling has a relatively, uh, uh, you know, he, you know him when you see him. We, you know, Twilight Zone, Night Gallery. Okay. I'm gonna say this and they'll get mad at me. Okay. Did you watch this on your phone? <laughs> no, actually, no, nope. I watched it on the brand spanking new TV that you. Now, bear in mind, this is like 480, 480p quality. So if you it's know, on your phone and you saw no, 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 no. I saw then, this in full, uh, full, uh, uh, you know, HD, uh, like H- <laughs> HD. Yeah. But the, the videos themselves are old, like 480. Oh, yeah. Well, no, they, they almost look like they've been, uh, it almost looks like VHS that has oh, been, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. that has been, uh, just, and just, I'm pretty sure those are actually pulled from the DVDs. I've already, like, you know, I should really actually pull, put the DVD in to see if it's even clearer. I wonder. If, yeah, now, now I think about it, why am I watching the why am I watching the uh, the the YouTube when I can watch my DVDs? You you have, this, you have all this on DVD. <laughs> I have all episodes. I have the, I have the junior high and I and, admit that. and the high school and the final movie all on DVD. I probably wouldn't admit that honestly. Why? Why? I love <laughs> the be, show. Gotta, gotta be honest, with you. Well, uh, come on, I love the show. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, see picture. <laughs> what the it's you, see it, you see it? Once you see it, once <laughs> you see go- it, you- what is <laughs> going on here? Is that not him? Come on, you know what it is. Let me uh, let me see if I could do this here. Are you- oh, are you gonna share it? Yeah, screener now. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> That's him. I gotta, That's I gotta, him. I gotta move this to the. 
bottom. That is him. <laughs> that is, is, is that, that Rod Serling? It's a like a headshot. It's like his acting it's a headshot. headshot. But Rod Serling has a distinctive face. You know, he's got those, and the those eyebrows. big eyebrows. He's got that little smile. And, and I would say he was even like a like a, a little darker complexion. <laughs> like, you know, he had that he had that thing. You knew him when you saw him. Now, who are the other guys, though? Those I was trying to figure out. I couldn't figure out. I, 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 Paul might be in there. He might be like the third guy. It might just be like random horror. It might, they might be doing oh, horror. No, they no, no. No, the third guy's not Poe. That's Mark Twain, I think. Oh, uh, like no. Mark Twain? Is it Mark Twain? I don't think so. And the other guy uh, looks like Tesla, maybe. Oh, I thought you were going to say Karl Marx. So that was like, but then I was like, no, no he doesn't have the beard. Like, like, he doesn't have the full beard. <laughs> oh, do they that, go back That is, I don't care what you say. That's Rod Sterling. <laughs> Well, don't forget, uh, this is this is English class, though. So, I mean, it true, would make sense true. that Rod Serling... I mean, don't forget... And we're oh, going with your theory see. about American, like American, like... Uh, <laughs> like. Uh, and if you recall, um, in the textbooks that monsters do on Ma Maple Street, that's actually a fairly common short story to include in, an, oh. in a literature anthology. So, oh, that, okay. Yeah. For the oh. uh, the uh, Xena was it xenophobia? Xenophobia. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay yeah. See that's, that's okay. So you can see that is uh, Rod. Serling. I'm gonna say I'm a a lot. It's Rod. It's Rod. It's Rod. <laughs> a lot. Fifth dimension. <laughs> wow. I'm noticing all these things now. I'm telling. You, I notice everything now. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I mean, think about it. He wasn't. He was. Remember the thing is about he really Rod Canadian Serling. Now? Is he really Canadian? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but the thing about him is that he wanted to do like a social commentary show, and okay. they wouldn't let him. And so then he did. Uh, oh, hey, uh, I'm going to do the Twilight Zone, but it's going to be you know talk about social commentary, but yeah. through the lens of sci-fi. I get you. Yeah, but so, which, which is what happens in sci-fi. Even when you reach sci-fi. You know, back in the day, it really is. Like, a lot of it is social commentary. Rodman Edward Serling was an American screenwriter, playwright, television producer, and narrator, on-screen host, best known for The Twilight Zone. Well, so. And The Night Gallery, which I, which I liked. <laughs> uh, he was known as the angry young man of Hollywood, clashing with tele television executives and sponsors over a wide range of issues, including censorship, racism, and war. So he was a pretty, he was a pretty important. Oh, progressive guy. See, that makes sense. Yeah. Social and political commentary yeah. Yeah, is, yeah, what yeah. His, uh, is what I would I, say he's I am, known for. I imagine him doing the Casey Kasem thing. I imagine him <laughs> like, you, can, can you see that? Like when he's like talking to producers and doing the. Uh, let's see. The, the, the apparently the assignment is about diseases. That's so the class is doing, uh, uh, they're pairing up with the partners and doing, uh, diseases, I believe. Yes. That, what's her face? Alexa says, I like diseases. Like, like, yeah, it's already like, what, what do you mean? Uh, and then one of the group gets uh, mono. Yeah. And, Although, then, and, and, and there's a little side note. The twins no longer want to work with each other. I guess apparently before they always team up. They're like a team. They're like buddy buddy. You know, they're the twins. But this time around, they don't. They want to be separated. And uh, I believe Heather wants to go with Stefan with Steph. Yes. And then Alexa and Erica. Alexa and Erica. And then it. Then once again, they're they're studying, and Steph gets annoyed with Heather because she's talking about the the <laughs> sister, and she's like, "Can you please shut up about that?" <laughs> So now you know she's getting really depressed about, you know, she's really depressed. 
So Alexa and Erica get mono, and as er so Erica's sick now, and so when Erica here, so when Alexa oh, yeah. hears the symptoms, yeah. she's like, "Oh shoot, you have mono, I think." Yeah. And so then, the, the, what does Alexa really say though? Yeah, that's a really disturbing line. You want to? What's the line? Yeah, at least he didn't get AIDS. What? Oh, <laughs> and I'm thinking about wow. this. AIDS was more prominent in the '70s. I know it came up to light in the '80s. But it was more like a so at this time we already had a pretty good general, although apparently not apparently we were still kind of still yeah. worried about it, right? We're still yeah. like we don't know, we don't fully know the magnitude of, of how uh contagious it is. That's probably or if we do, we're still scared. Probably late eighties is probably the height of the AIDS epidemic. epidemic oh, okay. Oh, so this is perfect timing. This so it's yeah. perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's 87. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. The band is practicing, and then for some reason, Snake can't. Well, at this point, some reason, Snake's like, "Yeah, I gotta go. I can't yeah, practice anymore." But, I'm but out it here. is the weirdest reason when, like, when I'm like, okay, "Yeah, yeah," this, you're thinking, "Oh my god, somebody would did somebody die?" Like, Snake yeah. is like off. He, you know, he's either either he's thinking about Madeline or he's off or something, but he's just like not into it. Um, what which is kind of weird because you figure what he's really doing should well, help that's him a joke. with the with that's the guitar the, part of well, the song. Well, <laughs> well, that's well, that well, that brings like it's a little bit a little bit later line, but you're right though because Joey says something that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, after. he does. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll I'll say it when he gets to the gets to that part. Uh, let's see. So the 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 uh, the predator comes over to the house. Predator. For, he's a predator. <laughs> yeah, he's a predator. What's the age of consent in? Uh, in we, uh, we we figured this Canada. out. Remember what the uh, we figured this out in Canada. The, uh, it's sixteen. Was it fifteen? I believe. I believe it's fifteen. Because remember, remember the episode where uh, Steph goes out with the uh, soap oh, opera yeah. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's like, oh, we, I'm fifteen, and he's like, ooh, okay. Oh no, si no, sixteen. Was no, it 16? sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. Okay, so 16. And then she okay. says, "I'm fifteen or something like that." And then he's yeah, like, I'm, 14, oh, I'm, I'm out. Like, feet don't <laughs> fail me now. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like he actually like uh, like oh I, I better get out of here. Uh, let's see. So, so Erica's sick. So instead, Heather decides to go out with the boy. Yeah, she. Act, I put it down. She acts impulsively because basically, it's like she she gets called out, like, "Oh, you're a prude." You know, you're a prude, yeah. Heather or Erica. I mean, and it's like, and so of course she does the uh, the the impulsive thing. And I say Heather goes with the boy, but I guess correction. Heather goes out with the man, man with the man, a man child. <laughs> Not even a child, a man. It's a man. Yeah, but you're also assuming that this is doesn't doesn't happen in norm in reality. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. It's yeah, true. So this is like true. this is like normal. Uh, he hits on her and starts kissing her, and then she kind of rejects him, um, and uh, and so she gets dropped off. And then he says something really disturbing. He like when when he drops her off, he's like, "Hey, maybe all three of us can hang out." Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe all three of us get together. What? It got dark. That's like advanced got, level. That's like advanced <laughs> level. Like that got dark. Yeah, that got dark quick. Like took a dark turn really quick. Yeah, and then Snake. I mean, then Snake gives his reason why he's been like acting the way he's been acting, kind of depressed. Yeah, he tell he he gives his startling revelation. I gotta tell you guys, I'm I'm practicing classical guitar. <laughs> and then Joey's reaction is, "You mean like Elvis?" <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> like classic like rock, rock? And roll. You should is like it classic that. rock? Is that what yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm like, it's the weirdest, like, <laughs> it's like lying dialogue, like classic rock. But the weird thing about it is, they're freaking out. Like, I would be like, oh my god, dude, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I'd be like, holy, you're actually learning how to play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> like, meanwhile, meanwhile, Joey knows the same three chords on the on the uh, the, 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 the keyboard the synthesizer. 
you're right. This should be a good. This should be a good thing. Like teach us. Like teach us what you're learning. It's so weird. Like guys, I got a confession. I'm. I'm. It's. It's. It's like I'm. 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 I'm learning how to play the guitar. That's like the best news you could possibly get. It's. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. Um, so the twins think they have mono, but then yeah. when they go to the doctor, they realize just uh, Erica has tonsillitis. Yeah, and apparently, I assume that the sister's just kind of she's feeling like a like what do you what do you call it a psychosomatic type uh, effect? Yeah, that's that connection, that twin, that, that the twin mysterious, connection. bizarre twin there connection, yeah. like uh, sort of like uh, Luke and Leia. <laughs> 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 uh so then uh and so then uh they apologize they they make up and then uh, yeah they're back like they're back they're like they're buddies they're buddy buddy again and and i think uh, they said so did you like kissing him like uh yeah and then heather's like no that it was gross and then like i guess that's the difference between us and then cue the thing yeah yeah we're out. yeah um what, what do we got next for a pour yeah i'm trying, I'm trying to seal the uh the other jar before oh, we get to Brazil, Brazil. Uh, we, yeah, we got a bunch of cans here. So don't, don't forget to save something for Monday, by the way. Yeah, what am I saving now? I believe we had one of these before, the Goza, the breakfast edition. I oh, did we, we have that? that? I had two yeah. cans, so I figured we didn't have it. Yeah, I believe we've had that before. Okay. So. Um. Oh, man, do you want to go with the, that chaos, Mortalis's chaos? Do you want to? Oh, the uh, stout. That is correct. We're back to an imperial. Uh, why don't? Or do we, we want to save this for maybe Monday? We well, we we've already had three stouts. Why don't? Oh, we you do... want this? Oh, you want to save the other? Did you say you want to save the IPA for uh, Monday? Which IPA? The other one from uh from the other the new brewery. Oh no, I was gonna say, but let's do that one now. It's that sour. It's oh, a okay. sour IPA. Okay. It's a sour IPA. Oh, that's probably. right. It's a fruited. It's, it's a, a blueberry. Sour IPA. Yeah, All it's right, a blueberry okay, graham cracker. All right, let's do that. All right, let me go reach down here. All right, so here we go again with Drowned Lands, a new brewery for us. This is called uh, Way Wawayanda. Too many. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out either. Wawayanda Kill. Wawayanda Kill. Wawayanda Kill. Is that one? How many syllables are in there? Wawa two three four. Wawayanda Kill. This is a fruited sour India pale ale. 7.5% alcohol by volume. And this has mosaic hops. Just one type of hop, it looks like. Hmm. Blueberry and graham cracker. Hmm. So this should typically read... typically this would just would be should be a goza or a uh, Berliner Weiss, but this is actually a sour IPA. So this is gonna read like a pastry-ish, you think? It's gonna be sweet. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be a hoppy sweetness. I don't know. I'm 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 curious. I smell the fruit. Yep, can definitely smell the fruits. I'm not smelling any of the hop. Yeah, the fruits are definitely overpowering the hop smell. All right, here we go. Cheers. Pause it. Yeah, that's a. That's an interesting combo. Yeah. You do you you do get the IPA portion of it. Yeah. It's kind of in the back end though, because you get the tartness from the blueberry. Yeah. And you you kind of get the yeah. bitterness of the IPA that kind of it they blend together. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, definitely fruit fruit up front, and then at the end, you start to get the the hops start to, to come forward. And then you get that, that sweet cinnamony from the graham cracker. You get in the graham cracker? Hmm. I don't know. No? It's, it's mostly like the mostly the tart fruit and then the bitterness of the hop. Not really getting the in-between. You're not getting like a sweetness to it? No, no. Because like I said, like the, the sweetness gets nullified by the hop at the very end. At least for me. You're not getting like a like a like a spice from the graham cracker, like a like a cinnamon? If it is, it's very faint. It's very faint. Okay. All righty, let's go to Brazil. Terry Gilliam, did you get a year on this? 1985. That's why I, I think I mentioned this earlier. I was making the joke about 1984, uh, how uh, he actually he, he, how he didn't read the book, and a year later he makes a movie pretty much based sim close to you know close to that that dystopian uh, I don't want to say nightmare, but that dystopian society. Well, check this out. He probably actually shot it in 83 for an 84 release. So. That's true. That is true. I, and if I'm not mistaken, I, 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 I'm not sure for a fact, but it's possible they might have known uh, um, Orwell at this time. Oh, no, I think that I'm, I'm sorry. Or, or obviously or, or else prior. And, but the, one of the weird things is this movie has a lot of like uh, symbolism from other like things. And one of the uh, gosh, it's uh, one of the one of the initial papers that's given to one of the workers. It's it's based on the on, a, on the apartment that George Orwell lived at. So uh, huh. so obviously, like he know he knows a lot about him, but he's never read the book. So it's really weird. <laughs> you know why? That book is a tough book to read. <laughs> it's, I like the book. I didn't like. I didn't like it. I didn't like it's, it. it. It's all it's it's on one of my favorite books. So you know. No, I there's like, no way. There's like no way the that book is on your. I like is that. it. Top ten. Um. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I would. I would have to go through everything to to put that. You know. Wait, you're talking about top, your top books of all time or sci-fi books? Uh no. I put that. I'd be top books of all time. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. 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 I like it. I won't allow that. Much like Fahrenheit four five one is that yes. dystopian. It's that Number dystopian. One. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, cautionary tale. You know. What's the Aldous Huxley one? Did you read that one? Wait, Huxley? What is that? Yeah, Aldous Huxley. Um, what is that? That sounds familiar. The name sounds very familiar. Yeah, because he wrote the other dystopian one that's pretty popular. Mm, not talking about the one, the newer ones. You're not talking about. No, this is an old one. Uh, Aldous Huxley's uh, "Brave New World." Oh, "Brave New World." That's right. Yeah, I've actually read that. I read it once. I got the book from one of those science fiction book clubs. <laughs> yeah, ten the, the for leather a buck. bound, like like the, like yeah. the faux leather bound. Uh, like copy. ten for a buck, and then like eighty <laughs> bucks each afterwards. <laughs> exactly. If you forget, you're paying like a lot of money for the faux leather bound. <laughs> I, I read it, but. It, I don't, it really didn't. It really didn't stick. It didn't stick in my really? craw, so to speak. Yeah. I have to read. Obviously, the book I have to reread. I would say Fahrenheit number one. Yeah, it's a great. Um, book, yeah. The Aldous Huxley book number two, and nineteen eighty four. Man, it's un, it, to me, it's unreadable. I, 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 I can't. I can't. Oh, what I about? Can't. I know. I know you're gonna put this higher too. What about uh, Clockwork Orange? Because that's also dystopian type. Of, yeah, you know that was actually very good. Especially considering I'm not a fan of the movie, I thought the book yeah. was, was exceptional. I still need I still need to finish that. I have I have yet to finish that. The book that is correct. Yeah, no, the book's exceptional. Um, I just I, I think we talked about this how the the American version and the British version of the novel have two different endings, 
And oh, yeah. so the the movie is based on the American novel, if I'm not mistaken. And hmm. so they leave out they leave out kind of like the epilogue with the uh, with the main character. What's the main character's name? The Drugs. oh Alex Alex, <laughs> or, or or as the book calls him, your humble narrator. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the 1984 novel. Not a fan. Uh, that that I, I get into arguments about the ending of that book, which is kind of interesting because it's kind of mirrors the the move the ending of this kind of mirrors the end oh, yeah, of the yeah. book absolutely of where, yeah. Of where who's the main character in 1984? Oh gosh, no, I, John, I forgot. Like John, probably like generic John. Yeah, Smith I was almost gonna say Guy Montag, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I like I'm confusing. I'm I'm confusing my dystopian societies. It's James or John or some. I think it's yeah, a pretty generic. Now. now, now I'm like, yeah, you got me in a bind. I don't know. Tell you right now. Uh, oh, oh, never mind. It is more rare. Winston Smith. Oh. Oh, okay. the main guy. So the whole, the whole, the whole thing about the the ending does is he killed at the end or is he reintegrated? We talked into about this. Matrix? I felt that he was killed, but you say that he's like, like I, I love Big Brother, and basically he's re, he's uh, what do you call it? Uh, reabsorbed uh, into re, the matrix. Re, yeah, rehabilitated or so to speak, reeducated, yeah. I should say, or indo- reindoctrinated. Reindoctrinated. There you go. Yeah. And all those work reeducated, reintegrated. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah, so but, that's but a no, that's but, a reoccurring theme when you see a dystopian type or whatever. Some whenever that authoritarian dystopian society takes over, it's always they got to indoc- they got to they got to educate you. Yeah, and and I'm in agreement with you. I think I think that literal he is literally killed at the end of that book. But um, I have read some interpretations where it's kind of a symbolic death because he's yeah, reintegrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that 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 totally makes sense. What did Orwell? Did, did, is there? I mean, does Orwell? Is he? Did he actually? Is this like the Ira Levin thing? Like, I, is this even really happening? You know, I don't know. But can we ask Ira Levin what he thinks? <laughs> Ira, have you read that? Nothing will. Nothing will ever. Like I said, nothing will ever be more funnier like than the Ira Levin interview for the uh, for that um, Rosemary's Baby. That was that was the that's one of the funniest things of all time. Uh, okay, so we start off with the song Brazil, which I've I've never heard of before, but I never either. Yeah, they play it throughout the film, uh, and we see a shot of the air, and it says somewhere in the twentieth century. Yeah. The, also, uh, side note: movie cost fifteen million to make, and it was a flop. So, so, so right off the bat, you know, people were not just ha- we're not having this movie. But now it's probably considered a cult classic, right? It is a cult classic. It, it it is a cult classic. Yeah, it's made its money back since then. And then some, probably. Oh uh, yeah, probably like on yeah, probably on rentals and stuff. But yeah, but it was it was a box office flop. When I say flop, I mean box office flop. Uh, let's see. There's a recurring theme about air ducts. Yeah. Is that like uh, is yeah. intestines? What would Freud say about that? Oh, uh, remember I told you about the intestines, like the train, yeah. like the, like long conduits, trains, anything that's like a snake, like a. It's it it's like it's like a representation of your like your organs, or that's at least one part. You know, like it, it could be a representation of that. Also, bear in mind because I'm I am deeper into the uh, the yeah. uh, interpretation of dreams that uh, that's that's what they call like uh, there's there's symbolic the symbolism, but there's also the there's also another type of uh, interpreting dreams which is uh, gosh I'm just the name is the word slipping my slipping my uh, my mind right now but that which is but I believe it's more scientific the whole thing about symbolism which I thought was was, was would be more accurate. Is actually not. It's actually something that you probably don't want to do. God, I'm trying. Again, I can't remember the word, but uh, uh, it's such a deceit. I can't remember. But that that's supposed to be more accurate when you when you see something in a dream. Not the, the, don't go with the symbolism. At least that's the way. That's that's what that's what I'm getting from the book so far. 
like the concrete versus the symbolism? No, it's not concrete. It's something no. else. Um, it's like it's almost like a Morse code thing. I can't think of the word. Touch with the C, but it's a uh, ah, God, I can't. Ah, I, would, I, I, I have to pull out my I have to pull out my yeah, Freud notes note now. <laughs> Uh, so right, so we see an ad about decks on the TV, and 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 so we then we pull back that it's a display window with a bunch of TVs with the same ad, and then the oh, yeah. there's an expigo explosion. So we quickly we quickly realize that there's supposed supposedly terrorist activity going on uh, throughout this uh, throughout this movie. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We see a man typing some some like notes, and he's trying to kill this fly. And in the process of killing the fly, the paper was supposed to print out the name Tuttle for the last name of the person. But because of this shenanigans, one of the letter gets changed to, and the T becomes a B and becomes Buttle. Uh, yeah. Uh, All because of a fly, it ruins everything in this. It, it causes a chain a chain reaction. The, literally like a butterfly effect, if, yeah. if you will. Yeah, that is, yeah, I would say that, yeah. Uh, let's see. The deputy minister is someone named Helpman, which we see, we, which we get to know a little bit later on. Yeah. Uh, Buttle is, uh, is arrested. Um, <laughs> like violently. There's, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of violence in this movie too. It's almost, it's over the top. Like it ultra violence. Like old, is it ultra violence? Yeah. The, the weird thing about this too, and this, this, oh gosh, it's like I said, it's made in 85. The, uh, man, this might even predate the, uh, the Terminator. Uh, a lot of the uh, the guard, stormtroopers, I call them stormtroopers in the movie. Yeah, they're armed with that with the with that franchise spa twelve gig shotgun in this movie, which is like which is that the the gun that Sarah <laughs> Connor uses in the Terminator Two, where she she pumps it with one hand. It's like that really thick shotgun. Yeah, it's automatic. But for some reason, all these guys because it looks futuristic, all these guys have that gun. Uh, they bag and tag them. Um. And so they make a hole in the apartment upstairs. Yeah. Um, and so the neighbor upstairs, we see her, and she's she's kind of protesting the uh, the arrest. Yeah, yeah. Also, also a side note, side note about the tubes. Do you think the tubes might represent like the internet, like and stuff like that? Like uh, everything's like kind of com- connected together. Oh, or, yeah. Like, you know, like in like you know everything is done through these these tubes. Energy, the uh, the your, your mail, everything is done through all these tubes. And I was like, kind of, kind of got me making made me think. Kind of reminds me of the internet. It's all like the this network. like weird structure of like communication, and you know. Uh, let's see. We get to the office. We meet uh, we meet Sam Lowry in a dream, and uh, you're right. He has like these Icarus type wings and armor, and he's kind of just doing his things. It's, it's very it's very peaceful and tranquil. And then he sees this woman who's veiled. Yeah. That is, yeah, she's almost, ang- she's like angelic too. That's like the other thing. And he can't really see her and because she's beyond this veil, um, but he knows he's attracted to her. And then yeah. it, it's revealed that this is part, this is a dream. He's late for work. He's got to get up and go to work. Uh, we see all the kind of technology in, in his kitchen. It's kind of like not working properly. It's um, weird because it's like, it's like, outdated technology but it's like future it's like the future yeah. but it's outdated and it's supposed to make your life easier but yeah it's making a mess kind of exactly a yeah metaphor perhaps uh he works for the ministry of information the ministry of truth like very like similar <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a, yeah. 
Yeah, right. Right away, you get the whole dystopian oh, Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, 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 even the artwork, even the like the like the structures are kind of designed in that was like that neo gothic type look. Uh, let's see. The neighbors wants to complain about the arrests. Uh, Larry catches the mistake and says, "Hey, it should have gone. It should have been Tuttle, not Bud All." Uh, and then we see his uh, his uh, mom, who's played by uh, the his yeah. the boss, who's the boss mom, Catherine uh, Hellman, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but was she English? This this is another weird movie because like some of the actors are English and some of the actors are not English. They're like they're uh-huh. American. In fact, uh-huh. in fact, the main actress is 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 I believe she's American. The uh, and obviously De Niro's a, a, you know he's not uh, English. So it's kind of like a weird combination where it's yeah. like I don't know why it, it's something weird about the movie where it doesn't work because they're talking you know different accents. Yeah, it is an odd casting, and I'm not sure why. Very the casting odd. Was so very odd. odd. Yeah, and, and bear really- in mind that Terry Gilliam, I believe he was kind of annoyed after with the with the casting, especially with the main actress, the 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 the, yeah. uh, the, the Jill character. I don't I don't know if you read saw the trivia about that. How like. No. He, I believe he, I, I, I can't, I'm not sure. He, there was, there was a long list of actresses that were going to be in this movie. I mean, long, <laughs> yeah. pretty much every actress that was big at the time. A level. Yeah. 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 He, I believe he wanted Alan Barkin as, as the actress. Huh, at the time, I guess it was pretty hot that. at the time. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they got this actress from the move, the horror movie, Chud. It's the only movie oh, she's boy. ever done before. Yeah, and then after the movie, he was like, you know, there's a reason why you hire actors who have experience. <laughs> oh, apparently, yeah, ouch. apparently he was annoyed after with her. Well, it's a it, it's a it's an odd character though, so it I'm is. not quite sure I, what he's. I don't think she was that. Bad. I don't think she was bad either. Other than the fact that she's not English, I I didn't think she was bad in the movie. But apparently, he she didn't she rubbed him wrong. That's so, you know, huh? I wonder. Maybe, you know. Well, I would say one thing. It's kind of it, she's not. And then, you know, we always say this. She's not your typical lead actress. Well, she's uh, new. That's physical, that, physical yeah. like, like attractiveness, I guess I would say. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. But Ellen Bar, I don't think Ellen Barkin's all that, like, you know. There, I mean, trust me, there's a lot of actresses that were going to be in this movie. The other thing that I was thinking about, and this is a recurring theme, and uh, now I don't know if this has any effect in the movie, but something I noticed in Terry Gilliam's movies with, with actresses he, he likes putting them in nude scenes. I don't. I don't. Uh, it's like it's like kind of like a weird thing with him, like a, like a, voyeur, the, the, a voyeurism, perhaps. Yeah, it's kind of maybe this is like because maybe this is the artistic side of Terry Gilliam. Nah. But the um, a movie that comes to mind is that the the Baron Munchausen movie, where I want to say that this might have been one of Uma Thurman's first movies that she was in. She's like nude in the movie. She's like nude in in a in a, in a I believe it's like a PG movie, and she's like nude in it. So it's like I, I want to maybe like the other actors probably didn't want it. Hey, do I got to be? Because in the end, she's kind of like semi nude uh, in the end. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm out of this. Uh, so, the, so there's this whole theme with the females and attractiveness and oh, yeah, yeah. wanting oh, to yeah, be yeah. youthful and plastic yeah. surgery and and the pitfalls of plastic surgery. So um, the mom is constantly getting work. Then we see her face being literally stretched out. Um, <laughs> kind of like Robotinish, too. It's like a. It's yeah. Like a <laughs> did he did he do did he do this or no? No, no, that I don't know. I, I doubt well, it. Well, he don't really did do Fear and Loathing, so he does have some oh, Terry Gilliam connection. Well, you're right. Yeah, it does. It's it's like the it's like the uh, copper. It's a copper yeah. effect. <laughs> 
he's like, yeah, it's a stretching. Like the fingers are like pulling. Oh shoot! Did we did we just make? A is it possible or no? It's probably not. That's just a like a wait. wait no, no, because this, this is after this is after already, the thing. So. Yeah, thing's eighty two. So this is like three years later. Or yeah, probably uh, probably a year later. Now nah, Rob's probably still like he's probably still low on the list. <laughs> you think so, huh? You never knew. And don't forget the the thing is considered a porn a pornographic movie. So maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't want to be associated with them. Oh, that's true. Or actually, maybe he might want to be associated with. Yeah, them. He might want to. Be. You were saying with the nudity and everything. Yeah, but that's like it's yeah. But when I say nudity, this is my theories. I'm not saying that. It's just something I noticed in Terry's movies with the with certain actresses. Uh, let's see. So the mom's getting a facelift, and she's trying to get her son uh, promoted. Right, that's like the big thing. Yeah, there's like a there's a reoccurring theme of I want to say uh, nepotism and cronyism. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do you got there. Uh, they're doing so. The mom says, so "I'm trying to get him promoted." They're doing dinner, and the mom's trying to set him up with her friend's daughter, which is super awkward. It's a, re it's a reoccurring, yeah, a reoccurring uh uh, what theme in the movie? Uh, let's see. So at the restaurant, there's another terrorist bombing. So th they kind of make it seem like it. Is the government responsible for the bombings? Because we see a bunch of we see a bunch of bombings. And that is, a, yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. Well, that wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that, isn't that the way it would go? Like, uh, you know, if we want to believe in conspiracy control. theories, yeah. It's well, you know, conspiracy theories. Yeah, we need somebody to blame. But what if you know? What if it's made to look like somebody else is doing this? We need a common enemy. Yeah, because even at one point they're talking about. I think, I'm not sure who's, who's it's, it's. I'm sure Sam interacting with one of the uppers. But he was saying, like, do you ever really see the terrorists? Like, we have all these bombings, but do you actually well, do you ever see the terrorists responsible for it? And then even and that final scene kind of, like, shows you that, you know, like, it's like, wait a minute. We've realized all along that it's like, oh, there's no, you know, there's no, or possibly there's no Tuttle in the very end. Uh, let's see. So we see him in the clouds flying again. We see the the woman that he's trying to get to. Uh, and assuming like consummate, consummate is this supposed to be like ultimately like a wet dream for him? Well, it's you know it's funny you mention that because as he's trying to get to her, these giant obelisks start yeah. erecting from the ground and start exploding out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. they start like it's just like popping out, and they're like and they're <laughs> they're 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 sea blocking him. They're oh, like, they're, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a big good visual. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because they are, and then he 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 he's repelled by them. It's like, <laughs> Like, ugh, like ugh, I don't want that. Yeah, he's like he's repelled by. Then he wakes up like. A, and doesn't one of them ultimately take her away? Like, isn't because she? It's just where like she's in in a cage at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I believe they're pulling her at this point. This is like another reoccurring thing that there's these creatures, and that which probably represents oh, yeah. something else that are pulling her away. It's it's interesting though because not only are they creatures but they have those baby faces. So yeah, it is a kind of a sexualized. It is a yeah, sexual that is a weird thing. thing yeah, right? the, the baby face mask is a reoccurring theme. In but it's almost like you like you want you want the you want the sexual prize, but you don't want the aftermath of possibly procreating. Is that oh, possible? Oh, is that is like that the what villain? The baby's, the, baby's the villain. <laughs> I believe we're going with the symbolism, though, as yeah, opposed the to the, uh, to the <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you don't want that. The baby, the babies, babies are your the man. Like he's young and virile, it's gonna ruin like, everything. Like, yeah. yeah, the baby's gonna be the uh, the. Yeah, I think uh, about that. I'm not antagonist. sure what that, what that means. Yeah, what is what does the baby master? It, it kind of you know what it did kind of remind me of too of the wall, like the, oh, the, yeah. the that the the uh, it's that symbology of that was weird faces. Yeah, and don't forget, Jack at the end has that uh, has that baby mask on as well. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, let's see. So when he wakes up, he realizes that the AC is out. And yeah. uh, and apparently it's super hot in the future because without that AC, he's like he's like sleeping near the refrigerator with the yeah, refrigerator door. It is kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I, I thought the place was burning up because it's like on fire. Yeah, I'm assuming because the Earth's rotation has brought it closer to the sun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the old Twilight Zone, or or just like a pre like global warming is like a, like a cautionary tale. <laughs> There's the Rod Serling connection right there. Boom. <laughs> Uh, so he calls it in, and then he, he it, it it seems like they're going to be non-responsive, but instead, so instead, so uh, as a result, Bobby D shows up, and he's yeah, Tuttle, man, an oddly cast Robert <laughs> yeah. De Niro, and and this is another, this is something else that talk about other actors that Terry Gilliam did not did not really care for. Ultimately, was uh, apparently Robert De Niro wanted to film his stuff like many many times over and over, uh, where everybody else would do it one or two takes. He was doing 25 to 30 takes. <laughs> oh, on really? Scenes. Yeah. It was supposed to take him like a couple of weeks. And it wound up being like three, three plus weeks of work. Really? Yeah. He had to be like, we got to do this again. Like, come on, you know, come on guys. We got to do this again. Like, <laughs> it's not good enough. Not good enough. It's, it's not good enough. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> so apparently that annoyed the hell out of like Terry Gilliam. Obviously, and, and interestingly enough with all those takes, I don't think it's a noteworthy performance in it's Robert not. It's, it's career. It's not. It's not. In fact, <laughs> the weird thing about this, the, you know what the movie reminded me of? It reminded me of, an, of another movie with another character that pops up in this movie. Bob, where Bobby D plays the Tuttle character coming to fix this wire. I mean, obviously he's, he's putting like a, like a, some, a spine device or something in the, in the, in the, in the, in the ducks. Then later on, these two guys from the central central service pop up. Mario One Brothers. Of the guys, Mario Brothers it's exactly, it's exactly Bob Hoskins pops up. <laughs> he's, he's playing Mario. It's like wait a minute, <laughs> Mario. He's literally playing Mario. He's like the, he's let's like that go. <laughs> he's playing bad Mario. <laughs> what, was it Wario? Is he playing Wario? <laughs> no, he's bad. No, he's just bad Mario. Not no, even Wario. Just bad Mario. What, yeah, War, bad yeah, Mario's Mario, a bad guy. Wario? Yeah, Wario. Yeah, Wario's. <laughs> It's like bad. It's like pre pre bad <laughs> Mario. <laughs> so so the whole thing, like the the title ca- character represents like anti bureaucracy, right? Oh because... yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like every every anti authoritarian. Uh, 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 what's what's God? Just the word just slipped. Apparently, I'm drinking too much now. The um, tautar, not tautar, what's, what's, what's this type of dystopian? Every dystopian movie has to have a counterpart. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. we got the government, but we got to have somebody who's fighting against it. It's like V for Vendetta. We get, somebody yeah. has to fight against the man. And that's the title character. That's He's the saying, title hey, character. Yeah. To get them out, and they're never going to come out here. They need to form this and form that. I'm just going to yeah. go, like, I, this is the way I fight the, the power and fight the man. I go rogue, and I just fix it for you. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, <laughs> fix it is like, is that like, like, you know, like, that's like, obviously that's code for like, like you know, I'm installing like like you know like devices and so it's it's supposed to be doing that. Wait, so what do you think he's doing? He's well, fixing well, the, first he's of all, the AC. When well, ultimately though, my sense okay, this is like you know, obviously this is like an interpretation thing too because I feel like in the end there is no Tuttle character. In what? fact, the Tuttle character is actually the the Lowry. You find out that Lowry's just Tuttle in the end. What that, that one, the one scene where, he's, where all the papers hitting him and you find out that he's not oh, he doesn't yeah. really exist. I see. It's, and then, and then the, as things start progressing huh. through the movie, you see that Laurie is actually the terrorist himself. He's literally doing things uh, that are is anti-government. This fight, is this Fight Club? 
Is this Fight Club? I, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, I believe it. I believe. There's that one weird scene when when he's what? with Jill and he's like he's like pressing the get like 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 go faster and he's like kill he's like smashing yeah. like the thing. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Why is Lowry like? He's got these weird tendencies. He's no. He's not the man you think he is. Oh, it's fight. It's Fight Club. But it's like, Fight Club. Title doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, title doesn't exist. He's wow. like a figment of, he's a figment of, of the imagination. Wow, I'm gonna do my Joe Rogan. Wow. <laughs> Like, like it'd be like high though, like that's <laughs> deep, man. <laughs> okay, man, we're going here getting the deeper dive. I didn't even think that, I, but I did like that scene. I thought that, I thought the scene with the paper kind of yeah, kind of good. I mean, obviously, at that point, he's having his uh, he's being uh, indoctrinated, re reeducated. But I feel like that's like a scene that's telling him that oh, Tuttle doesn't exist. It's 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 you your Tuttle, unless so, but- they're telling him that. So is it is it A he's Tuttle, B Tuttle is is stealth, or C is it part of the reindoctrination that Tuttle doesn't yeah. exist and the ideas that he stands for do do, do not exist? I because because wow. of the scenes that happened wow. prior and the way he acts and because of his impulsiveness and because he, he literally sees a woman once and he goes crazy for her. He he has to have this this these other emotions and he's like telling her run over him. Like, you know, like, it's like, he's like, like, oh, like, you know, he literally kills like a whole, like those two, he crashes those two cars. And then he has a yeah. nerve after to sit there and go, I didn't do anything. Tell Jack that after. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking yeah. about? Okay. Now, now we're, now we're going somewhere. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Uh, let's see. Bobby T's tunnel. He works on the unit. And then, uh, the, then the, the, the Mario guy shows up. Yeah. And so title's about to kill them. But uh, but Sam kind of, quote unquote saves him by saying, "Hey, you need your form. If you don't have your form, you can't do any work." Also, a tunnel that's it. never seen either. That's the other thing too. It's it's like I said, you're right. It's like the it's fight club. club. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, like he's never like seen or captured. Wow, he's like stealthy. He's like a stealthy thing. Nice. Uh, let's see. Tuttle, Tuttle has those weird, that weird escape. Though. That's got to be a CGI. I'm assuming. I don't know what the hell they did that, but it's pretty oh, cool. Like he, Matt he's on that. It's yeah. Oh yeah. And he's like, it he goes, really it's cool. like, it's like a puppet. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. some Jim Henson stuff. <laughs> it looks good. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. It's Jim Henson. <laughs> well, it's obviously like a miniature. It's like a miniature. that he's like they, they use a lot of, they use a lot of miniatures in this. Uh, let's see. So then they realize that they, they should have killed Buttle, so they need to give him a refund. But since oh, he's yeah, dead, yeah, yeah. they got to give it to the wife. So Sam's like, okay, I'll, I'll take it to the wife and uh, and uh, and we'll get out of this jam. Yeah, uh, why is there a bunch of movie references? Because they're, they're talking about like a then Casablanca kind of, yeah, starts. they mentioned Casablanca. Yeah, we found out that the workers they do their job, but whenever the whenever the was the Cosman, the the um gosh, the guy from Alien, the the alien guy, their their foreman. Whenever he's not there, oh. they start watching movies. So it's like they're it's like their one chance to stop working and watch a movie. And then Casablanca is going to be a movie that they're going to they're going to be showing. You say uh, you say um, Alien, but is, isn't he Bilbo Baggins too? It, yeah, he is Bilbo Baggins. But here, okay, here's another little <laughs> bit of trivia. The uh, there's one part where there's one part. Where apparently he had just the you know just coming off of aliens, there's a part where where uh uh, uh what's his face uh, Laurie's uh, typing on the on the typewriter thing and you hear like these sound like the, like this computer sound like that and it really those sounds are those sounds those are from Alien from the monitor yeah from from mother like mother like like what's going on here because the trivia says that like these sounds these were like recycled from Alien oh really yeah what's the guy what's the guy's name Ian Holm Ian Holm there you go yeah. 
Yeah, who plays the and who plays the uh, out of control android? Yes, and I believe Bilbo Baggins. Oh uh, yeah, I, I believe you're right. Is that correct? How much older? Is it? Is it? He, he does look like him. He's a short guy too. In the in the first in the first uh, in the Wait, first. Is he Bilbo? Gosh, I think is Ian so, Bilbo? Is Ian Holm Bilbo? <laughs> Let me see. God, he's old now. Yeah, that's 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 for Aaron's sure. He's back Bilbo. again. So the fifth element, day after tomorrow, chariots of fire, Ratatouille, Ratatouille, Alien, and Lord of the Rings. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Great, great act, great actor. Long, yeah, he's like a good a actor. Very long filmography. Yeah. He's, he's also, every, he literally everything. Also, another character in the movie that I assume is probably a, 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 a there because of cronyism or, or, or uh, nepotism because he has no idea in his job. He relies on Laurie to do everything. Like, uh, you know, without you, I, know, I don't know what I would do. But is this also another symptom of like people getting jobs that they that they really have no idea what they're doing? Uh, yeah, I guess that's the same thing as cronyism and nepotism. You're put in positions where you have you're not you're not qualified. Oh yeah. Look at more of his filmography. Chariots of Fire. Oh yeah. Dun, 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 time dun, band. Dun. Time bandits. Time bandits. That's another uh, Gilliam movie. Is it is right? Yeah, Terry Gilliam's Time Bandits. Yeah. The Hobbit, Lord of War, Brazil, Hamlet. Yes, a super long filmography. Oh, yeah. Who animal, is he uh, oddly enough, Animal Farm, like two, uh, two. Oh, there you go. Books. He's Aviator. probably he's probably the one that told uh, Gilliam about like, hey, oh yeah, you might want to put yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the the oh this is a, this is a reference yeah. to oh well. Uh, so let's see. So he's gonna go give him uh, give the wife the check the refund check. Yeah. He's driving that super small tiny car. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a. <laughs> that's like a that's reality. That's real though. Obviously, it's obviously it kind of to me it's like a parody of like the Volkswagen Bug, but it's even uh, smaller. It's even small. And the weird thing about it is that's true. You see these tiny little cars now. He gives the wife the check, and then she realizes, oh, like he must be dead. And then that kid oh, attacks yeah. him, which is pretty yeah. Funny. He gets attacked by the kid, <laughs> and the kid's beating him up. He's like thrashing yeah. him. Uh, he escapes. Uh, his car's. I think the wheels have, have been stolen from his car. He can't escape, and then he sees a woman in that truck. Oh yeah, wo- yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and he yeah, realized yeah. that that's the woman from his dream. Yeah, uh, with, with shorter hair. Which, which, which makes me think. Now, this is when we talk about dreams and everything we see in a dream is stuff we've seen before. He's seen her at some point. I think during the oh, thing, yeah. probably the investigation at some point. She's probably came up and he's seen her, and that's why he's starting to dream about her. Because you know it's, it can't it doesn't no there's no there's dreams are not a part of this like fantasy world it's everything we've seen before so he's yeah. seen her prior and that's what Freud definitely says that all of our dreams are based on something that happened in reality yeah 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 there's you know there's no uh, supernatural you know and so su- well supernatural in the sense that we're having the, having the dream in the first place but it's not that type of supernatural. It's not like a like a premonition. You don't have dreams that are premonitions of what's no, about no. To yeah, he talks about that too. But the premonition yeah. dream, the uh, sim- the symbolism of the premonition, he brings up the Bible, the seven seven lean years and seven fat years of the uh, I believe Exodus. Yeah, he, he talks about that, and um, yeah, so, yeah, but that's not a reality. That's like that. That's like the old like ancient Greeks too. They were into that. Uh, so um, and then we get to another dream stage where he's flying. He's looking for. She's in the cage. We see those creatures with the baby faces. Yeah, yeah. And he has a sword now. Oh yeah, he's armed now. He's got like he's like heavy metal at this point. Let's see. He's going back. So it kind of goes back and forth to this dream state and the reality, and then you know. Yeah, and remember, like I, I said, the originally. Uh, oh, also, side note: there's three different versions of this movie. There's what? The European, yeah. There's the European oh, version. 
there's the American version, which 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 is what we see. Really? And then there was a TV version, which is called like the Love Conquers All version or something what? like that. I believe the produ- it's a producer's version as opposed to Is it like a BBC the, uh, or American No, television. no, I think it was the, I think it was the American because it's basically really? it's it's a shortened down version huh. and I think they remove a lot of the dream stuff from what I from what I read. What? It's more of a love story. It's more of, of the uh the actual Jill and Laurie love story and they edit out the curse words and stuff. You know, it's cuz it's made it's supposed to be on TV. So that's did yeah, you so ever, Did you ever think that that the his uh his alter ego um Icarus character. Did you ever think that's the real world and the other stuff's a dream? That's that's a possibility. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that because because the real world is so absurd. Like, yeah, why, <laughs> why can't the, why can't the dream world? It's like I'm like, especially at the end when everything starts combining and it's like, wait a minute, now everything's a dream now. Now now I don't know what's reality. Yeah, I thought at some point maybe it was gonna yeah. flip flop. I agree. I I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see. He has a sword. Um, he's had, so we see the samurai, creature. Oh, the giant mechanized samurai, which, which is that, which is the boss. Cool. What's a cool idea? Yeah, yeah, it's the basically the boss. That is um, true. And he's trying to oh, free her. Oh, but then we find out that gosh, probably a, a scene that he lives. What did Empire Strikes Back come out? Uh, circa 83. Oh, so I, this had he had to have saw this, he had to saw the, no. the script for this because you know, you don't see. 81? Oh, okay. It's, okay. Er, it's, er, it's, it's early 80s. It's oh, early yeah. 80s. Because you know the thing I'm talking about, like the reveal of like the samurai when he when he when he finally destroys it. <laughs> oh, oh, like the like, cave. Like the cave. Like, <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. In it's like it's literally it's the same scene. It's literally like the same scene. Like, remember your failure at the cave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Oh, let's see. Trying to so every time he tries, it's weird because every time he tries to swing at the samurai, the samurai disappears. So that's yeah. Like, it's I'm it's sure. very it's very dreamlike. It's you know it's obviously it's obviously it is a dream because a lot of stuff happens that would be dreamlike. He goes to the party. The mom's starting to become younger now. Everyone has a plastic surgery. Uh, for some reason, the mom's friend th- didn't choose wisely with the plastic <laughs> surgeon because she's <laughs> starting to that, that be a scene mess. in the end is creepy. That coffin scene in the end is, got, is oh, yeah. very creepy. <laughs> Uh, uh, again, she's trying to get set up with the with the girl. Yeah. Uh, he sees his friend Jack and his and his wife. Jack, and it's funny. Jack's a reoccurring Monty Python actor. And I was I was forget his name, but he's like in every Monty Python. Movie. Oh, okay. Is he one of the main? Is he one oh of yeah, the Monty yeah. He's Python one of the main guys? troops. He's one of the main uh, yeah troop guys. So like Eric Idle, John Cleese. Exactly. Exactly. Which one is he? Then? I can't remember. He might be. Is he? Is oh. he Eric Idle? Gosh, I can't remember. He might be Eric think Idle. So. I got the, I yeah, got the yeah. cast here. Yeah, there's like three or four of those guys that are in all the, the Monty Python's Flying Circus guys. Uh, Sam Laurie's Jonathan Price. Oh, Michael Palin is Jack. Is that his name? Huh. So he's an uh, odd man out because the other names are more easy to remember. <laughs> he was a member of the Monty Python comedy yeah, group. Fly, the Flying Troop. The Mo- Flying Circus. Monty Python's yeah. Flying Circus. We used to watch that every once in a while on oh, PBS. Tony right? loved that. Back in the day, Tony loved that show. So then we, no, of course, I had to watch it because he would sit there and watch it. Oh, I'm sure he told you that I dropped off uh, that those beers for oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. started drinking. He started drinking them all, or what? Oh, I doubt it. I I uh, doubt it. For sure, I thought he would have popped that Russian River. No, I think he has like a time. He has to, you know, set time. Uh, <laughs> uh. So Helpman is the guy's name, like the 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 basically the old man. Yeah, the old um, man. He's like, I need your help. 
And so you think it's something urgent, but then like he just needs help in the bathroom, like in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, he's like he's like lifting him up on the toilet. Like. <laughs> instead of shaking him, he is yeah. You know, he's like it lifting off. him off the toilet. Yeah, he's shaking like off. The, oh, but yeah. instead of instead, I the, I think the joke is instead of like shaking off like just the he's, one piece, he, he shakes he's the doing whole the body. Other thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's shaking his whole body. Off. That's the joke, <laughs> and that's kind of the way Monty Python is though with the jokes. Ooh. Like instead of doing the the shake, we're yeah. gonna do the whole body, and it's a it's a kind of. It, it's really kind of a subtle joke too, though, right? Because if you probably first glance probably don't just doesn't don't even know. What oh no, he's you won't doing. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but that, it's, that, like, it's that Monty Python English that draw that English humor. Yeah, like I'm not going to touch his private part to shake that off. I'm, the only way I'm going to do that is shake the whole body. It's a yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. funny gag. It's a funny gag, but it, it's it's nuance. I'm not sure you would pick that up immediately. I don't know why you see him shaking him, so it's like oh, it's like it's obviously a reference to you know doing the doing. The, you think you know, so? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I, I mean, think, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. It's like, wait, you go to the bathroom, you're shaking somebody. It's like, yeah, but it's, I, I oh, think, there you go. I think we get that from like our Degrassi because uh, oh, okay. it's like <laughs> constantly the, the, see them do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, every, every week they're doing it at least twice. Yeah, we're we're like we're attuned to that with that that practice. Uh, so then he starts talking about I know your father, and uh, there's this promotion that he didn't want. Now he wants, and so the old man yeah. gives him the promotion from int- information retrieval. There's also like that weird thing with the uh, with the letters that he that he that he, what, what's what's the dust in the thing? I thought it was coke. At first I'm like, is that is that coke in the uh, in the in the, in the table that he? Puts <laughs> I'm assuming the, it's like uh, a. I thought it was like a powdered soap. Maybe uh, is that what it is? Yeah, I'm thinking coke powder like to draw off your hand to dry like a. He's like the hands. he's like he's like the main like bourgeoisie guy. He's like the leader of the of the of the headquarters. A I, I think it's coke. coke. I think it's coke. Yeah, a dish of coke. <laughs> yeah. Also, also a little side of the trivia because I because I had saw it when it popped up is the the word he spells out is Jeremiah and that's Laurie's father's name, uh, which which is which I assume is the it's I it's that's like that weird thing where I assume they were partners. I guess they were partners. I yeah. guess or something. Uh, Jeremiah did not stand for Joey Jeremiah. No, no, not Joey okay, Jeremiah. The, the father of Jeremiah. Just checking. Uh, let's see. Again, the whole recurring thing of fighting the samurai, the samurai disappearing. Right. There's another gag where he goes to the new office and like the desk, the table is like in the wall. And it's, it's like shared. Sh- it's a yeah. shared table. <laughs> it's a gag, which doesn't make sense. Like, how do you think about sense. that? Was that like in a prior like skit that they did? How, do you, how do you even know? It has that? to be. It's a little out of place, but it's it's a gag. It's, it's a gag bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, he wants to use the his uh, his coworker's computer to find the girl. Um, let's see, do, 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 do. Go, going back to the dream, the cage. So the cage is free now because it was it was on post, and so he's he's he lopped off the post, and now the cage is kind of free flying away. Oh yeah, and he he's grabbing onto it, but then in a very cool, you're right, very Jim Henson labyrinth kind oh, of thing. Oh yeah, the stone the, floor the thing, the yeah, golem, the bur- yeah. yeah. The stones in the floor stretch out into a hand yeah, and grab yeah. him. It looks yeah. good. It looks good for sure. Who who was that trying to grab him? See, I couldn't figure out who, what actor that was that's that's doing Which this. Character? It's got to be like the. It's got to be somebody that he is it knows. Helpman? Is it Helpman? Is it Helpman? Who, or who is it? Who's going to be? Yeah, I'm not or, really sure who the the uh, that's supposed to represent. Maybe it's the guy that he left that he wasn't supposed to leave. Maybe that's it. Remember his boss? Uh, I think it's Kurtzman. No, it's it's not. It's it's not. It's, it's not. not the, it's not in home. It's somebody with the mustache. It's somebody. It's somebody like yeah. It's somebody else because you okay. can vaguely see him through the prosthetics that he has yeah. on his face. It looks good though. The the the, the, yeah. the practical effects look good on that. Oh yeah, it's 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 very labyrinthish too, where it's like the ground is coming. You know, it's becoming like yeah. a, like which which is which is very dreamlike. It's a very dreamlike thing. 
Uh, let's see. He's trying to get more information. So he goes to another floor and he sees Jack uh, as the... Uh, as the, I guess he's like a torture guy. Yeah, re, I think is he a pre-programmer? I believe he's the deleter. The the, oh, he, the they, they the delete leader. people, quote unquote, delete the but engineer. He's, the he's like the engineer. The engineer. Yeah. Uh, he has triplets taking care of a kid. He, we find out he's the one that's uh, killed Buttle too. In in another kind of bit where 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 Sam says, "I got going to go find out more information." Thank you. And then Jack goes, "Well, not looking like look, looking like that." Oh yeah, yeah. I guess because he's not impressed with the suit, he gives him like a new suit. It's kind yeah, of well, weird. You know. <laughs> yeah, I I will say this: the wardrobe design in this is is pretty darn good. They look good. those suits yeah. look good. Well, whenever you have like suits. that, like, you know, like that dystopian thing you're always gonna have like a like like i said it's got that like sharp imagery almost like a like a nazi type thing where like you yeah. know they got that look it's also just has like a ford 50s look to it with the suits yeah i was i was gonna say like a noir but you're right a noir. Like a, you, like well a you're 50s. right you're right there is there is and several scenes you even hear like that noir music playing in the background that, that the jazzy type music playing well, and also there's a reference to like Casablanca. Casablanca. Oh yeah. So yeah. they're wearing the suits. His name is Sam, kind of the you know Sam Spade from Casablanca. Oh, Sam. Yeah. 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 Um, so also, there is some kind of parallel. Also, we find out that Jack knows uh, Jill immediately. Like he he knows who she is. Uh, let's see. We see other gags. See, see, then you get those those Monty Python glimpses where the guys, the guys who the guy who's bag and tag, he's running away, and they're like, "Let him go!" And then he just like runs into the wall. Oh yeah, I just took it over again. It's like that's Benny Hill. That's the wrong same thing. It's English humor. English humor. Same thing. Benny Hill. That's English humor. Let's see. Well, also Sam Sam volunteers to deactivate uh, Jill. So that's why he's, uh, I forgot the, the word he uses is deactivate, which I assume ah, means kill. Like you've been marked for deletion. Yeah. You've been marked for termination. <laughs> uh, what do you got for another poor? We're, we're wrapping up now. All right. What do you got? What do you uh, got? The, uh, gosh, there's another, the, the other jar maybe? Or, or can? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got to do the other jar for sure. Let's uh, pull that out. This is another collaboration we have here. And this is called Barreled Age. Oh boy, I thought this was called Macademics, but it, I think ma- it is. yeah, I, I guess you're right. I, yeah, you're right. Macademic, yeah. Mac, yeah. Academics, Macademics, Barreled Age Imperial Stout with Macadamia nuts, cacao nibs, coconut, and Madagascar vanilla. And this is a collaboration between Equilibrium and Notion. Uh, it's Great Notion, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where does it say that? If at, I'm though? not mistaken, the artwork looks like Great Notion. If I'm not mistaken, but where does where does that say that at? Oh, right there. Gosh, my eyes are all messed up. Well, I, cool. I'm I'm going by the art. I someone immediately see the artwork. It's oh, it's Great Notion artwork. Yeah, so a collaboration of two high level uh, breweries. There, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Let's see, did I say? Did I mention an ABV in this? No, you did not. Oof. It looks a little know. bit thicker than the uh, yeah. the last one we had. Like, darn, I was just going to say that. You're absolutely correct. Uh, I guess uh, Equilibrium doesn't need to put uh, ABV. This is New York. Equilibrium. Yeah, I can't see. I'm, with, I'm just going to take a guess that this is like a 12.5. That's what I'm going to say. I like, I, the, smell. I, like the, I like the blue wax on there. I can smell a lot of stuff going on in this. What did I say the adjuncts were? Academia. Uh, Madagascar vanilla, to be exact, <laughs> coconut and cacao. Wow, 
All right. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty kind of typical. Macadamia might be different, but this is basically kind of an almond joy ish. Mm. Is what I'm expecting. Okay. Here we go. Cheers. Was it? Mm. Ooh, very sweet. Mm. Yeah. Kind of interesting because like a Horacy type sweet. It's yeah. The oddly enough, the non Horace beer <laughs> is more pastry than the actual Horace beer. So I like that. What's adding to the sweetness? Is it the Man, malts? It would, yeah, what does that? I don't know. The coconut? Man, yeah. it's just gonna be the the malts, right? No, it can't be that sweet. See, I was feeling there's like like the adjunct they're not telling you about. It's like a ma- almost like a maple-y. Yeah, it's like is there yeah, a maple it's in here. I like that. That is yeah. That is um. It is pastry stout at its finest. Yes, I would say. I I will tell you right now that I definitely like this one more than the uh, the last one. It, well, it definitely has more. It's more flavorful, I guess, is what I would say. And more of a mouthfeel. It's thicker. I can you can feel that viscosity in there. Hmm. Get the boozy from the barrel. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to take a guess in the ABV. Probably around a little bit over 12%. Yeah. I'm probably, that's about, I'm, I'm, 12, I'm 12, 12.5 maybe. Let me see if I can. I should be like 15 uh, or 16%. I can feel it, but I'm not feeling it. Well, maybe. Uh. I'll tell you right now. Look okay. This is the barrel age version. I know there's a regular version of this too. Oh, is there really? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the barrel. This is like the high, the more highly rated. Barrel age version. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. See if I can find this up real quick. Macadamics. I say twelve point five, but probably higher. Great notion. This is gonna clock in at. I can get my stupid phone to work. Eleven uh, percent is what it says. Wow. So I said oh, wait, 12. wait, but this is but this is barrel age. This is a barrel age version. Yeah. Oh, so you're looking at the regular version. Right, I stand corrected. Let me go back to uh, barrel aged. Let's see if that changes hmm. my number a little bit. Wait, is it raining in Chino? Sorry, little sign. Is it raining in Chino right now? In Chino? I don't know. I'm not in Chino. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Well, what would I if, if it's if it's raining in Chino? Why would I oh, know? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I was. I, I thought I was talking to Mark for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is going? On? No, I was, I was, I was is, looking at a score for a softball game. It's, it's taking is, place in Chino Hills. So. What just happened here? <laughs> what are you drinking over there? You went too fast. Like slow down, slow down, slow down. It's well, it's a lack of food. It's 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 the it's the it's those ramen. It's the the noodles we had. It wasn't enough to. Uh... Okay, barreled aged macadamics says fifteen percent. Did I decide? I said that. I go. It's, I I feel like it's twelve point five. I bet you it's gonna be fifteen or sixteen. It says, but after 20 months in George Dickel's barrels, we're happy to introduce, introduce barreled age academics in collaboration with Great Notion Brewing. Nice. What the heck is Dickel's barrel? I, I've never heard of that before. That's like a new one to me. Uh, gosh, is this correct? I'm going to read this to you. I, I, I got, and I'm going to, I got to confirm this. This is from Beer Advocate. Barreled age academics pours pitch black with a quickly dissipating head. We get a coconut cake and crushed macadamia nose with cascading flavors of chocolate covered. Oh, macadamia is now. okay. Never mind. I thought those were adjuncts, which mm-hmm. is the the flavor profile. Never mind. Okay. All righty, let's see. Uh, where are we at now? Oh, so he when he's he's writing the elevator down to the yeah. lobby, 
but accidentally hits the bee, I think, and sees the and sees the woman that he's after from yeah. his dreams. Also, very dream. There's like a lot of dream like when he's chasing her, he can't get to her. It's a recurring theme in dreams. Yeah. At least for me, where yeah. you always have a hard time getting to the the object that you want. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a female or a woman. It could be something else that's you, you can't get to it. You know, it's so funny because when you say stuff like that, I agree with you that what we think is quote unquote the reality is very dreamlike in yeah. its sequences. And therefore I'm going to go back to my original hypothesis is him in the, in the, in the Icarus wings, the reality. Yeah. In, in many ways, that's more real than what happens to him in the dystopian society. Or heck, how do we know that from the very beginning, the dream he's having is him already being like rehab, rehabilitated or, you know, oh, being, shoot. you know, it's one of those weird things where we're like, we don't know at what, what point, you know, the movie obviously wants us to believe that it's at a certain point at the end, that's when he's getting the, uh, the re-education portion. For How sure. do you know it's not happening before though? You know, this is the whole process. What happens to you when you're having your eyes propped open like Alex and you're seeing all these images and you're being told this, this, this might be happening at the very beginning. So he goes to the basement and he, he quickly tries to get back up to the woman and the guards start chasing him yeah. around. Um, and when he gets to the woman, he realizes that he's actually a higher level now. So they have to yeah. like respect his authority. And so he takes her out of the building. Uh, and then another bit part where he's trying to chase her and all the bits of paper fly out of the folder. And then the woman calls him on littering. Oh yeah. Uh, Once again, it's kind of dreamlike. It's it's yeah. You know, there's a lot of obstacles that prevent you to get for, to get to point A to point B in your dreams. There's always these weird little things popping up, and it's kind of similar to that too. It's like, yeah. like why would I stop for when I need to get to my to my destination? It's a very. It's like a, and, and again, it's like you're right though, because it's like his sexual journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also the all these little obstacles and, to prevent him from man, getting the man. The, speaking of that, there's like that one final scene where he finally he's finally with her, and you see like yeah. this weird angle. Oh the yeah, camera like in this hole, and it clenches <laughs> up like a like a, like a butter. Did you notice that? Like the way it it's clenches? like folds. Actually, I if, but it, I it's like the inside. It's like actually. It's like I know what like you're gonna drapery. say, but to me, to me, it looks like an anus closing up, like the camera angle, like it closes, like a, almost like an anus. No, but it actually looks like the It looks like the other canal. It looks like more of the vaginal canal. You think I so? Think. You think so? But this, to me, it looks. To me, I'm thinking more. Wow. A, yeah, I'm like, wait, why is it like a like a like a bud? No, like a, I don't a, think so. I think it's I think it's a vaginal canal. <laughs> wow. It's, to me, it's obviously meant to be like something related to the uh, to sexual the genitals, act. To, yeah, to the body. Either either they're either the the vagina or the uh, the anus. Wow. <laughs> but you're right though because it's like it's like drapery with folds yeah. in it. And then it and just it like is clenches is, up. It, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Then then think about that one time. Oh no, I was like, oh no. It's immediately it's, <laughs> like oh, you don't you don't do that shot unless it means something. <laughs> uh let's see. So he jumps into the truck and he basically threatens her to drive off and hmm. he mock points a gun at her. To and get that her brings to leave. up my my theories of um all along, he's a Tuttle character. Why is all of a sudden he's like, "Don't stop, keep going." He, he's now he's now becoming like what he thinks she is a terrorist. He's doing everything that she's supposed to be doing, and she's like, "No, like stop, stop, no." And she's telling him to stop, and he's like constantly going forward. Uh, and then he con- then he confesses to her, like, "I love you." Oh yeah, you, yeah. you're from my dream. Which is and, something you would say in a dream, because you don't say that. A normal person doesn't say that to somebody unless they're psycho. <laughs> <laughs> 
she plays along saying, oh, yeah, you're a good-looking guy. That makes sense. And then she kicks her. Then she, she like ejects her. him. She ejects <laughs> him out of there. But then it's like another, then follows up by another dream scene. Like, and I actually put, and I put this on my notes, like, much like a dream, she can't get rid of him. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. just like, he's there. Like, he's in the back of the truck. He's in the front of the truck. He's in the side of the truck. She's like running over him a couple of times, but he's always still there. He's like a gremlin. He's like the gremlin from the, the gremlin, Twilight Zone. The, exactly. More Rod Serling. More Rod Serling for oh, you. you. Thank go. you. <laughs> the gremlins. Now in the plane. Uh, yeah, you're right, though. That's not realistic. There's no way he can hang on yeah, to all yeah. of those I mean, maneuvers. I can, yeah, it's very bizarre. Uh, and then ultimately, she receives a package, and then it goes back to that, feeds his whole notion that, oh, yeah. that she's a terrorist and this is a bomb. Yeah. Uh, and this is the part you're talking about where they get the roadblock again, which could be a metaphorical sexual um device. Um, yeah, he just yeah. he just busts right through it. Yeah, he goes right. He just yeah, he just breaks and, right through it. Yeah, and he's like almost sexually excited about that he's chase. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's like he's like uh, euphoric, he's orgasmic, and, yeah. or orga- or I would say not euphoric, but orgasmic Orgas- in his yeah. reaction. Yeah. Gosh, man, I didn't see all the sexual stuff in this. The, when oh, I was there's a lot of that, this. especially at the end. It's like it starts it ca- it starts accumulating at the end. Wow. A lot. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. He is definitely over the top excited about this chase. Yeah. And 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 like why why? Yeah, why? Like he's he's supposed to be like the government man, even though we know he's not really all that into it. All of a sudden, he's like he's like anti anti uh, you know this this. You know, anti big brother. Exactly, anti big brother. Yeah, but so what is the motivation for him to be anti big brother though? That's, well, the movie's trying to make it seem like it's this this woman that he sees. Maybe it's a sexual repression that he's just like because you know, and the, like I said, that's another reoccurring theme with the girlfriend that he's that they want to hook him up with, but then yeah. she's like, he's like, oh, I'm not interested in you. Like you know, it's almost like it's like a planned thing, planned marriage thing where it's like I don't want yeah. that. Like I want some unbridled lust of some beautiful woman and I can't have that. It's so weird because in the in the quote unquote dream sequence with the uh with the wing with the winged character, yeah. There's there's a wanting there of the oh, woman, yeah. but it's not passionate. It's not as it doesn't seem it's kind of odd because it's that's not true. As, that is true. That's true. It, that but that but, that, but is, is that a, is that not a dissimilar for especially for dreams that I have it's it's kind of similar though, where like you think it's gonna be oh it's gonna be a dirty dream it's gonna be like a dirty dream, but it winds up it's, for me a lot of times it winds up not being. It's more like that where it winds up being more a protective type thing where it's like oh it's like this is, this is exactly the opposite of what I want to dream about. Like it's something more protective, guardian, like friendly, and it winds up being the opposite. It's like oh no, but it's definitely a contrast. The battle that he has in the in what we think the dream sequence yeah. sequence is is fairly subdued compared to the urgency that he has during reality. Yeah, yeah. In reality, he's like, oh, point A to point B. He's already like, I love you. Let's let's make out. Let's say, hey, you know. And the things that are happening in the quote unquote real world are more fantastical than what's True. happening in the fantasy part of it. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that whole bit with him hanging onto the car is fantastical. That is not real. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you're right. Maybe, oh, oh, I got another one for you. Maybe this is the inception where it's like the dream within the dream. Oh, of, of, oh reprogram, of reprogramming him. The dream. Oh. <laughs> like they're implanting the, uh, they're implanting the inception. What's it called? Is that what it's called? The inception? The, uh, they, they, so, because oh. you can't reprogram him on the first level of the dream. The reprogramming has to, re- to occur on the second oh, level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Terry's like ahead of his time. Oh, what is 
going on here? Like Nolan ripped him off. If you think about it, it really is a dream within a dream, and then the ultimate ending is the repro the reintegration, supposed quote unquote reintegration. Oddly enough, this is one of those weird movies though that tells you the ending. Where in a way, when when they that final scene with the Shire and they get to there, and you're like, oh, (laughs) you need to we need to decide (laughs) if this is real or not. But no, no, they go back and they're like, oh, nope, we're gonna go back and show you, you know, what's happening. So let me ask you a question here, and I'm gonna just jump straight to the ending. At the end, is he dead or is he still alive? Yeah, it's like that's like the same question from the 1984 question, though. Like, like is he is he alive or is <laughs> no, he but, programmed? And I said that I said that he he take he steals the ending of 1984. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're to believe that Jack and uh, Mister Helpman are real, then he's being reprogrammed. Now that's assuming that they're you know they're real and they're telling us this. I, you know, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with that. He's being he's reprogrammed. Yeah. He's still alive. I think and he's, he's living still... in this dream world now. Now, and I have, I have a probably a more simplistic ver- reason why I think he's alive. He's humming at the end and he's breathing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's not like his eyes are open, not because he's dead, but the right. eyes are open and he's breathing and humming. So he can't yeah. be. He's not dead. He's reprogrammed. Yeah I, yeah, I believe at the end because the way it's filmed, and like I said, they show you instead of instead of just going off into the sunset where the, he gets to the Shire. Obviously, he you know that the there's that big scene where you see him being rescued. Well, the, actually, the scene prior, I think the scene prior to is actually very interesting when he's finally consummates it with Jill. Uh, you know, yeah. Jill's lovely. She's wearing the 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 uh, his mom's uh, the wig. uh his his wig and her her gown. And he's and he's kind of like a fantastic. He jumps on her, and it's like yeah. it's like it's all over. And then in the morning, the stormtroopers come. And I don't know if you noticed this when the scene goes black, oh, they yeah. take him prisoner, and you hear machine gun fire, and yep. you hear her scream. Yep, I assume she's killed. Yeah, so that's correct. Dead. Yeah, yeah, she's dead, and and everything else that's happening now is probably going to be either like the reprogramming portion of this where he's, Oh, I'm free. I'm, I'm being rescued by the Tuttle character. Who's not really obviously in the dream. He's no longer, he's not a real, we see this is not, he's not a real character. And, and then, you know, and then it's like, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? She's dead. And this is his reprogram. He's still alive. And it's interesting because in order to reprogram him and have him accept big brother again, you have to kill her off. Oh, absolutely. Right? You, yeah. You oh, have yeah. the symbolism oh, yeah. of her death. If you keep her alive, then it gives him a want to be out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So let's see. Crashes through the roadblock. We jumped ahead. He, uh, let's see. Um, this is the part where they're chasing him. They're chasing them. And then he dumps the house. And then like the reality is they're, they're like, they're on fire. He's like, Oh, like, what have I, like, what have I done? But then he's still excited about it. Like we did it. We did it. Like oh, yeah. the, we, we got away. Although he is a little bit regretful for the, the death. And then for some reason, again, kind of dreamlike, they're being chased and then they're in the department store. Like, where's the transition between <laughs> we're chased and then we're just going to be in, like, why are yeah, you we're in at the department the, store? The, well, you mean the lingerie store? You mean the yeah. lingerie? I mean, the it's like that was so odd. It's like, it's like one weird scene where like the one woman who's dissolving, I believe. <laughs> dissolving. Yeah. Incredible she's melting like, man. She, she has like that lingerie piece and she's like, do you want to yeah. see me in this? <laughs> Uh, so let's see the mom's friend, and then again the bomb goes off, and so he Ooh. thinks that package was the bomb, and that's why the oh, bomb yeah, went yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's looking for her. Um, he finds her and like starts chastising her, and then she shows him the package. Like, wait, wait a second, it wasn't a bomb, you fool. Um, I was just bribing. I had to bribe to keep myself alive. 
let's see. Then we go back to the dream where he's fighting the samurai. This is the uh, the the failure at the cave scene where he gets a rod and he pins the samurai's foot. Oh yeah, to yeah. the ground to immobilize him, and then he stabs him. And then as he defeats the samurai, he takes off the mask. And in his little... mind, he in his mind of the dream, he defeats it. But in reality, it's not the, exactly what's happening. And then when he takes the mask off, he sees himself. Yeah, yeah. The um, the uh, the star, the the Empire Strikes Back, uh, cave uh, reveal. <laughs> so is he? Let's oh, go back to that whole thing where he's Tuttle. You know, is he is he the is he the bad guy in his mind? Like the, um, what's, the, what's the metaphor of defeating the villain and you're the villain? Oh, it, it, I think see, I think that's it. Like all along, you are you were the you are this character. You yeah. are the 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 you, you say that you are the villain, or you're the good guy, depending on how you see yourself. Yeah, and it's and it's it's a weird notion because it makes sense if Tuttle's kind of quote quote unquote like the terrorist in this, and you know, again, we see yeah. later on like he's part of like the organization. And and Sam sees himself as being the villain. Then you're right. Then probably he is the title, the title character. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All of them, all of them are, are uh, all the uh, they have these prisoners in a truck, and Lowry's there. He's looking for Jill. Um, that's a, that's get, a clever thing with like the way they take the people captured and they're like hanging and they got like this like weird like <laughs> suit on them. It's it's very it's it's. It's like, wait a minute, where do you get this idea from? It's oh, it kind of reminded me of the 12 monkeys, too. It's like that weird, oh, yeah. like, suit thing. Yeah, it's very jarring. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it's funny because he gets yelled at the, at the new boss, and the new, the, and everybody basically says, like, nepotism, like, you're only here because you're nepotism. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They call him out on it. Yeah. Uh, even Jack's upset at him. It's like, just stay away from me while all this is going on. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. The guys are still working in his apartment. What are they doing in his apartment? I don't know. It's like weird. Well, the Mario it's Brothers like, guys. I could only assume that they're planning. They're supposed to be planning more devices or something in there. I, I have no idea. Uh, and then Tuttle shows up and he does a weird thing where I guess he switches the waistline with the oh, yeah, oxygen yeah. line yeah. for their suits. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Because then their suits start filling up with waste, and I'm assuming they're killed. With and then ultimately the... they explode like in a in a, in a pile <laughs> of or explosion of crap. Uh, Jill shows up, Tuttle leaves, um, and this is the part where uh, they go, then it goes to the, mom, the mom's place, I also, think, Also, right? see, another scene, too. Now, oh, gosh, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and, you know, and I believe at this part, it's still a dream. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really matter. But does Jill get there before Tuttle takes off? Does she, does she show up or does she show up after? She shows up while he's there. Oh, while he's there, okay. Like, but I guess he, it doesn't matter because this is all a dream anyway, so it doesn't but, really matter. You bring up a good point though, because she goes there and she doesn't even acknowledge Tuttle. That's what I'm it's saying. Fight, yeah, that's, it's Fight Club. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. Club. What? It's Fight Club. Oh, in fact, in fact, she goes, "Who's Tuttle?" And then it's like, "Oh, he's a friend." It's like, it's like she, she's almost like you're right. He's like saying, "Who's Tuttle?" Like, "Oh, he's a friend." I gotta go back and watch that because then, like, because even Tuttle interrupts him, like, "Hey, I'm over here," and then he leaves. I don't yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. she acknowledges him in that scene. I think it's right because then when he says, "Oh, it's Tuttle," and she's like, "Who's Tuttle?" Like you know, like what are you talking about? Who's Tuttle? Wow, Fight Club. Uh, let's see. So then they so they go to the mom's house, and yeah. then yeah. and then Sam leaves her there and says, "I have an idea." 
And so the idea is to break into Hellman's office and get on his computer and then right. make her, mark her as deleted. Basically. She's been deleted already. You've been terminated. And then uh, when he goes back to the room, that's where she has the wig on and the, that veil of the bed kind of mimics did, did, the veil. Did you know, so the weird thing about that scene, when he goes to the office and does the actual typing thing to put the information, when he gets to Hauptman's desk, Hauptman's room, you see the picture of the mother on Hauptman's yeah. desk. That's got to mean something. Either either that Hauptman has a thing for the mom, his mom, or that maybe they're just the hit that the Hauptman is the father. It's, it's like the weird thing. Why is her picture on his desk? Yeah, definitely some either. Uh, probably probably one. Probably had an affair. An affair with yeah, him, maybe. It, it, it could be that too. It is kind of weird that, and he looks at it and he's like, huh, like mom. But there, but there's also like a weird Oedipus complex thing in this too, though. I don't know if you oh, noticed yeah. that like at the very end. It was like that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, so we see Jill and the bed and the canopy, and the canopy kind of mirrors the veil that we've seen in, in the dream world. And so this is kind of like, it's kind of like the merging of the dreams, maybe I guess, perhaps in this uh, in this scene. Be, or you think it's supposed to be the merging of the dream and the reality because she has the wig and the, and the yeah, canopy. Yeah, the bed. yeah. But yeah. I know I'm also say I'm going to say it's the merging of the dreams that are I think is occurring now. It's possible. She she does she does say something kind of funny that I, that I have to admit I actually <laughs> like the lying. Yeah, Care for a little necrophilia because yeah, like he, sh- he shows her that like you you've been delete you've been you've been targeted for for <laughs> for termination. Like care for a little necrophilia. I I do like that line. They have some sex. Uh, the next morning they have the, the oh they actually fly in. away in the dream too because this is like oh yeah it's kind of like you think it's oh it's oh oh he wins he gets the girl he wins. Not. No, um, not like the reality, like the <laughs> good morning. Yeah. Well, and then you, you 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 saw what I picked up on. The cops come in, they bag and tag him, and then you hear her screaming. The guns. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, I said that. It's like, wait, it's, it's weird because you could hear the. It goes, it goes, it's a fade out, and then you hear him like no, and you hear her scream, and you hear the machine gun fire. Like, oh, she's dead. Uh, and then we see him in the, in that dome situation, that dome room with Jack, and he's wearing that baby face. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so we don't know. We don't know what this device is. Is it a reprogramming device? Is it a killing machine? Is it a torture that's true. device? Is it the deletion device or reprogram? I want to say that's going to be reprogramming because bear in mind, this is also like that cast system that 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 he's supposed to be higher level. So it's like, hey, we can't just outright delete him, especially especially if, the, if Helpman likes the mom. It's like, you know, we can't kill him, uh, but we can reprogram him to put him back to society the oh, way he yeah. should have been. Okay, that makes sense. You're, you're right, because Helpman is... is uh, unfortunately, he winds up just going, you know, like, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, let's see. So then Jack is uh, shot in the head, and then we see Tuttle and the quote of violence. That's like a that's like a. Vi- I was wondering why <laughs> the movie was rated R. It's like... You know, even even the even the little semi nude scene is enough to make this. It's like a PG thirteen scene, innocuous. And yeah. it, but then I'm like, wow, that scene just gets blown. Away. He gets his head blown away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Rob Oteen thing. And then we see like this uh, battle ensue. Oh yeah, um, long over where battle. where Sam is freed, um, and him and Tuttle escape. Uh, and we it's have like a Mission the, Impossible scene too. Like it's yeah. like a like they'll come like dun 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 dun. dun but then dun. like I think Tuttle gives him a gun, and then Sam starts just shooting the gun off, and it's just it's again that whole alter ego scene. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and then we then that we talked about that the a pretty cool looking visually scene where Tuttle is walking, and then the papers start wrapping. Oh around yeah, him. 
and this is where, and then you're like but you're like wait a minute what is going on here and you're realizing oh yeah there's something that happens in a dream this is a reality yeah. this is a dream dream you know your your memory you're you're glimpsing this is just completely being covered and then when, of course when when uh, Lowry goes to uncover him there's nobody there yeah, it's like oh here we go okay and, that and that's where I'm like oh he, oh he's tuttle all along yeah it's a cool it's a cool scene it's yeah, a it cool is. little scene uh, and, thank, and, the- and thank God they that hope thank God that Robert De Niro realized that hey like I imagine Robert De Niro like being alive at the end and being like no 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 I'm, I'm uh, really, talking about like I can't, I can't die yeah, like, like I don't just fade away. I don't just the, the, Bobby D doesn't fade away what do you mean <laughs> where's my agent Where, where's my agent <laughs> Bobby D does not fade away <laughs> like you should uh, you didn't read the script no I didn't read the script uh let's see so let me see the the scene with the funeral. Um, oh, yeah. And the mom's friend is dead. Which is, and, which is another scene that's very. I mean, all these scenes start are just progressively more dreamier than the next scene. That funeral scene is like, wait a minute, what's going on here in this in this scene? The 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 friend of the mom is dead. You see her. You see her casket. So bizarre. And then he obviously goes up to it. He approaches it, and then he sees the mom. The or, he sees the redhead, the mom, on the side being dawdled over by all these men. And it was like that Oedipus complex scene where it's it winds up being Jill, and then she's telling him like uh, like oh like let it like you see see I, I can't remember what she says she says something like like go with the flow or something like that. It's a very bizarre scene. Like wait a minute, this is weird. Yeah, and then she because she's she's also said at this point like don't call me mom like, yeah, like, don't, like don't call like, me exactly I'm hot and young like don't call me mom. Does he have a thing for the mom? Is there like a weird thing going on here? Like maybe <laughs> maybe there really is no Jill character. This is all about Jeez. his mom. Maybe this is like the the mom when she's younger. Like uh you know even though it's never <laughs> dropped. Maybe this is a possibility. Uh, let's see the funeral. Well, then he goes the to the oh no. Well, next they brought that one cool scene where he's trying to get away from all these guys, and it, I mean, it becomes more. He opens up the coffin, and the dead body of the of the uh, the the mom's friend. It's just like it's just like all jello. Like her her work has been botched so badly, it just falls like into a jello mold at his feet, and then he gets in the coffin and falls through that. It's, I'll tell you one thing. It's it's very. I mean, the imagination is very. You know, it's a high, very high imagination on this. Did, did he write the screenplay for this? Do we know? I want to. I believe. I, mean, I, I want to say this is Terry Gilliam. It has to be his stuff, right? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Then he goes through a wall. Then he like he goes through like the wall. Like uh, it's like uh, it's like everything's. <laughs> it's every possibility like for him to escape is there. Which like which is similar to a dream, although you're you're being prevented from escaping, but you can find escape routes. Um. And then Jill winds up, she winds up just being there out of the blue, like, oh, Jill's still around. Uh oh, she's in the truck with him. She's, in fact, he's in the back of one of those little, those little uh, house cubicle things that, that she, she drives around. And then she's there. And everything's like, oh, go. He's dead. He's either dead or he, or it's here's the dream or he's being reindoctrinated into the thing. Cause it's too much of a hunky dory ending. And then, of course, she takes him to the Shire. And then that's when it kind of fades away again. And then we get back to the, uh, the reality. Yeah, because then he, so he's in the house and then all of a sudden he's in the cab of the truck with her. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you get how do you get there? You know, it's well, it's like this is the dream. This is like you know how dreams are segmented. They, well, yeah. the, the, apparently the big there's a reason why we see this. We we, we watch this, right? Because it's all about the dream, the dream thing. 
which is funny because this movie is not really supposed to be about dreams. Even though they put dreamlike, it's not really supposed to be like a dreamlike movie. A lot of that stuff was supposed to be meant to be like outside of the small part of it, but it really is like a big thing of the movie, or at least the American version. And so we see the so we see them in the Shire. <laughs> the Shire it looks like the Shire. It does, it does look like, absolutely. And then we think, oh, here's your happy ending. Yeah, and it's like it, it fades away to like a small, like a landscape, a fake, like artificial. And then we see then that he's back in the that dome situation. Yeah, and helping it, or Jack are with them. But 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 here's the other thing though: if he's reindoctrinated, their line I, doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, well, no, I, said, well they're doing it. They're doing it, and they're probably thinking that they might be doing. He might be turning over, turning over, turning over, and they see they look at him and oh, he's gone. Ah, so, he failed. He's gone. So what does that mean, though? That means I think it means that... his his mind just broke. He's probably going to be in a dream world for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, Much he's like, in limbo. Uh, he's in limbo. <laughs> like what? About, what's the other movie? Like he's stuck in the dream now. He's like he's a uh, Inception. Uh, Inception. He's yeah, Inception. It's a limbo. He's, he's in limbo. It, it, you know what? It literally is Inception. <laughs> he's in the, he's he's with the woman he loves. He's <laughs> in the Shire now, and he's probably he's ha- he's smiling. His eye he's glazed over. Oh. He's in the dream. It literally is Inception. Did uh, did uh, did Christopher Nolan see this? He had to have seen it, right? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. It's What's going on here? <laughs> like I'm taking that ending. Like he's gonna be in the dream world. He's gonna be happy, and he doesn't care. That is that's a hundred percent correct. He he does he does in the dream world with the woman. Yeah, he loves. yeah. He's like hat. He's got a smile on his face. Eyes are glassed over. Is there a totem anywhere? The in only the difference spinning? between this and the only difference between this and Inception is Inception makes you. It, 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 it kind of makes you go like, oh, there might be a possibility. This tells you in the end. They're like, oh, he's he's gone. Wow. And then we get to the uh, the song at the end. The Bra- with the Brazil for the 20,000th time. Yeah. It, you know, like I say, I, I say this week in, week out. The film for me wasn't very good, or I didn't like it, I guess. But having the conversation about it is actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I actually didn't mind it. I, I, I mean, I, I, I thought the casting was 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 pretty weak. Although I don't mind the main actress; she must have been like really weird on on actual set. I didn't mind her. I definitely thought the Robert De Niro stuff was. They could have got somebody else for that. It's like really no need for that. I don't mind the main actress. I didn't mind the movie. I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was long. Now, now would I watch it again? I don't know. I, I probably, if I were drunk, probably, you know. It was long. The casting's odd. Yeah. Uh, it's Terry Gilliam, it, it, so it's, you know. Well, and the, and the thing is, I don't like the book 1984. I don't like the novel, so why yeah, would but I want to like, watch but you a like, movie? Um, yeah, but you like dystopian stuff. You you yeah. like Fahrenheit 451, so yeah. you know, that, it's it's similar to that, too. It's all that no. same vein. How dare, how dare you? It's similar to that it vein where it's this weird authoritarian society. It's like, it you, know, you can't say and do what you want. How dare you? I would not compare 1984 <laughs> to Fahrenheit 451. Brad Terry. Are we watching like Time Bandits now or <laughs> like something? Well, we already saw Fear and Loathing, and we oh, saw true. Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Not Twelve Monkeys. We saw. Um, wait, did we see Twelve Monkeys? Fear no, and Twelve Monkeys. No, no, we haven't seen Twelve Monkeys. I haven't seen Twelve Monkeys in a long time. Long, long. Are you time. sure? Did we no, do that no. for time? Did we do it for time travel? No, we, we saw. We saw travel? the fight. We saw Fight Club. You might be confusing that with the. No, we did a time tra- travel segment last year. We didn't watch Twelve Monkeys. No. Oh no! Was it? Was it? No. 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 Maybe I don't we think so. That. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this was a this movie was a skip, I would say. I, I enjoyed, the conver- enjoyed the conversation about it, but I don't know about yeah. uh, I don't know about the film. 
I mean, as I say, it's definitely out there. I mean, you know, from 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 the from the vision and mind of Terry <laughs> Gilliam, it kind of reminds me of like uh, it reminds me like of the Frank Oz stuff or like like Labyrinth from that from the minds of like you know, like with all the puppetry and all that stuff. It's similar to that. Yeah, the special effects are great. Um, the casting's a little weird. Yeah, I I agree. Casting is off on that. I like the notion that it is kind of a dream within a dream. And so, so you're saying the last the last scene with his brains being scrambled, they're trying to reindoctrinate him and reprogram him, but and it's it fails. Too much. at he, some he point breaks. it melts down. He winds up staying in the dream. Like he stays in the indoctrination process, <laughs> which is the dream. <laughs> like he lives his life with Cobb. Jill. He's and caught, obviously Cobb. Jill obviously Jill's dead. Yeah, Jill's dead, so you know. That's pretty funny. Um, okay, well, there we go. Another another uh Dream movie down. Do we know what? Do we know what's next in the, the dream world? Are we doing? Ugh. Are we doing Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh God! I knew that was good. At some point, that was gonna like come. I don't. <laughs> I don't mind doing that. It's horror. It's got the song. As long as we can have the song playing through the whole like show, like the whole <laughs> segment. The dream world. Like, dream da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, I don't. Know, I gotta think. Of, I gotta. I gotta, I gotta take a the, look at it. I gotta get to that darn book, and I gotta uh, I gotta look at the list. The, of the book, dreams. like I said, man, the book is. I mean, it's 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 out there. You like you know, I've said this a thousand times already. It is not an easy book to read. It's very technical. It's meant for it's meant for you know for obviously college for doctors, level, college like level, level. Yeah, you need to be studying <laughs> this stuff. And even then, I feel like this is more of a a, a reference to like whatever your professor's teaching you. This isn't this is not something. Oh, just go and read this and you know learn from it. This is more like of what the professor will provide to you and tell you, like, oh yeah, this is what Freud said. You know. We still need looking at the movie stuff now. We still need Requiem for a Dream. Oh, with your, no. with your favorite. <laughs> I love that, but she's like, oh, I don't, I don't like seeing, I don't like seeing Jennifer uh, put to the ringer. Strung out. I don't want to see strung out. <laughs> the ringer. I don't even want to see her like nude. Mm. I don't want to see her like that. She's wholesome. Mm. She's too wholesome for that. Vanilla Sky, maybe. Oh, Vanilla Sky, yeah, yeah. That's 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 one that I've always wanted to watch. So, yeah. Um, what dreams may come? So we got to Oh, that yeah, I gave you some options last time. Ink is supposed to be pretty good. Uh, all right, well, I'll I'll send you some options right. for uh, for. And next I'm also week. ready to move on to once we get past time. I want to do Rogue AI. Now that we're oh, yeah. in the, uh, now that we're in the AI uh, uh, revolution, I don't I don't know if you've been paying attention to all the stories about AI. And like how everything's like it's easy to like fake like peep deep fake people and stuff like yeah. that. And AI is writing scripts and stories. Yeah. That chat was it chat bot or chat GPT, I believe. It's yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. So everything can be fake now. So like this is like the rise of like this is like the cyberdyne <laughs> is like coming to like full like Skynet is becoming a reality. All right. We can go to that next. Is there a, oh, is there yeah. a novel that's going to set the context for this? Um, or what? If, if gosh, yeah, I was just thinking about that. If, you know, what, probably one of the one of like the big ones is the what was that one? The um, not the is it Asmanov or is it um, the Will Smith? Will Smith did the movie of it. Uh, God, what was it called? It's like there's like an android, and they believe like he's guilty. Oh, of I, I robot. I robot. That's ascension. That's ascension. I think of exactly. The, robot, right? exactly. the rise of the machines. But of course, movie-wise, uh, we know that there's one that stands out, you know, be, be, amongst all of those. And I'm not talking about Steven Spielberg's AI. I'm talking about the. Uh, I'm talking about James Cameron's Terminator. Like, so maybe iRobot uh, might be the springboard. Let me take a look at AI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AI uh, uh, novels and see if they can use that as a springboard. There's a, well, novel-wise, I believe there's a lot of them, but movie-wise, there's a, there's tons of that. You know, but that, that means we have to power through um, Freud. 
So I'll, I'll try to power through True. it. I'll, I can power through it. Good luck with that, because if if, if it, like I said, if you do that, you're not gonna. It's oh, I'm not, you're not gonna. It, it takes a while just to even go back and figure digest, out what he's talking about. Like, let, me, let me let me process what he's talking about here. I got two it makes hands. No sense. I got two hands. I, I got. I ain't, it. I ain't, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not that smart. I got it. No heck, no. Are you kidding me? I can't, you're you're like at least a hundred pages ahead of me right now. So I'm way behind on that. Yeah, and even then, I'm only taking certain concepts. Or like you know, like like say like certain theories and concepts. There's no way you can take everybody's theories and concepts. Although yeah. I, to a part, I got to a part in the book where he he I want to say it's a Spanish uh, uh, another another doctor who has his theories and he kind of like he kind of poo poos it and he's like he's like oh like like his stuff is is, is awful. I'm like wait he can't he can't say that like he can't, he can't say that. He references at least eight to ten other oh, um, oh, more scientists than that. more than that. yeah and more their work that. with dreams. So absolutely absolutely yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll figure out what the movies are for next week, and I'll try to get through this. Uh, we got the Weldworks episode um, on a microbrews on Saturday, and then we'll yeah. do. Don't forget for so for me, it's a three day weekend next week. So okay, um, okay. we have the we have a hol- we have the new holiday. The Juneteenth holiday is next Monday. Okay, so we'll no do what uh, that is, but okay. So we'll do a uh, a microbrews on Saturday, and then we'll do a full show probably Sunday afternoon when I get back from uh, from from Colorado with some beers. Nice. All right, this has been Bevon. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory. Oh, and then we'll talk to you soon. Let me see if I can play this. The Brazil theme. Yes, of course. These stupid ads on uh, <laughs> what you on don't have. YouTube. You don't have YouTube. Uh... Can you hear that or no? Yes, I can. And you can see that too? Mm Mm-hmm. There's definitely like a meta film thing going on here. Oh, yeah. Did that post on the wall that says screenplay? Yeah. Yeah, the wardrobe on this is exceptional. It's a very creepy song. Also, I forgot to mention the movie has nothing to do with Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the song. <laughs>